everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Vigi Game Apocalypse, episode number 140. <laughs> I'm not Michael Raparez, that's why I'm making jokes about numbers and stuff. Man, everything I'm just Dave got Rudden. real ribald. I'm, uh, I'm hosting this episode because Michael is, uh, where is he, Matt? He's a... Is he at Magic Camp? He's at Magic Camp. Magic Camp. Okay. Wow. Mm-hmm. Celebrating yeah. Thanksgiving there, right? Yes. yes. Wow. Um, Just like the Pilgrims. He's going to turn a small turkey into a bigger turkey uh, to make Thanksgiving dinner. I feel like uh, a ducking joke is right there waiting for me mm-hmm. to grab it, but mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. But yeah, Too classy. We're, we're still going to have a, a normal old VGA even without. It might Michael. be a little shotter. And so, those who uh, hate that, I say this. Y'all be haters, don't hate my game. What, yeah. game, what game is that, Dave? The you game, would never the, guess. The game of having a shorter VGA. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, got well, it. Well, I guess they, the listeners know how long it is before we do because they're, they've seen the timestamp yes. on this. and they're furrowing their brow. Mm-hmm. Uh, this in, is half as this long is, as the other one. This is okay. an interesting lesson in quantum physics because you see... The future is affecting the past. <laughs> what? We don't know how long the episode is, but they do. What did it fit oh, Isn't that longer. weird? That As would... we talk now. Imagine the egg on <laughs> our face. we got to get back to the past. Uh, but, Brett but, here, Yes, yeah. <laughs> Who else is with me? See, I'm... I'm, I'm I Chris Martista. Yeah. And Henry H-E-N-E-R-Y-G Stop it. It's not your show. Hey, uh, well, it's not your show to tell me not to it's, say it's, it's, I'm not... I'm not... I'm not... It's I'm my not... show today, Dave. Uh, Henry, you can only do half of your Twitter handle. H e n e. Do the second half at the very yes. top of the next segment. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That'll right. be the secret sound. The rest of that. Anywho, uh, so because this week is Thanksgiving, and uh, we hope you're spending it with you know family and or friends, lovers uh, or jail. Yes. Or, yeah, the swingers party, perhaps, yeah, if you're yeah, yeah. turkeys being served. If you're in Europe, I mean, you know, regular week, I guess. Yes. You know, <laughs> have fun at work on Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Enjoy the I did, I, not I, getting in touch with your American Coworkers Day. Yes. <laughs> no emails. That's yes. what you're getting. But uh, I thought we would use this episode of VJ to celebrate Black Friday. Yes. And one of the more central elements of Black Friday and American consumerism. <laughs> Moss. <laughs> Malls, mm. the, the rapidly disappearing malls. The, the top five malls mm-hmm. in video Dude, games. Dude, I love malls. Me too. I, I thought this like, was about mauling people. Like it was. A <laughs> come on, they're all in Tomb Raider. So like, yeah. there's you got I, bears on the brain. I forget what photo <laughs> what photo shoot it was, but there was some photo uh, collection a year oh, or so ago. I know what you're talking that about. was like. Look at all these great high res photos of eighties malls, eighty nine malls, uh, and yeah. like I was transfixed. And like I, you know, yeah. all of us are old enough to remember like mm. malls were a fixture yeah. of what was cool mm-hmm. and just eighties culture in general. So many movies you can watch. The like, only place teenagers could hang out in indoors and yeah. just misbehave like this. And even in the nineties, they mall mm-hmm. like malls and arcades were still pretty strong, mm-hmm. and uh, malls and arcades were even tied at the hip. So like. Huh. Every mall we had, and there were two mm. driving distance. How many are there now? Uh, they're both still there, but really? oh man! <laughs> you know, my uh, old mall, Orange Park Mall, is it's doing okay. It's not it's it's, it's not doing great, but it's doing okay. I mean, the yeah. Sam Goody closed. But. I, I, I will also say, uh, in Japan, uh, I think Ikebukuro Sunshine City, where the Pokemon oh, Center goodness, is now, yeah. that that damn mall. Uh, there's a great interview with game composers, and they talk about going there in the '80s to play music. And oh my god, that mall is still there. 
is identical. <laughs> exactly the same. It is. It's brick yeah. earth tones. Like uh, anyway, malls. But like, it's yeah. a very big part of American oh, wow. culture. Yeah. That's funny you mentioned that. Actually, when um, we were killing I guess time, everywhere. I guess everywhere. when we were killing time in Tokyo the day you and Carolyn were off on your uh, honeymoon, I guess you'd call it. Right. Uh, we were around Ikebukuro. Went to Sunshine City, and we got to see an '80s style like mall singers thing. Remember that, Chris? Uh, uh, I do remember that. It was like Tiffany was there, but like Japanese. It was so funny. Yeah. See a live musical performance of it. I also group. remember that happening when I was a little kid. Like Debbie Gibson would come through town yeah. and not play the Civic Center, but play the fucking mall because <laughs> yeah. that's where the audience was. Exactly. And like yeah. malls would do this one-upsmanship of this. look how big this fountain is. Look mm-hmm. how many flavors of ice cream we had. Oh, Debbie yeah. Gibson. I'm so fucking <laughs> old. I, I remember damn going it. to I remember going to malls for like uh, the po- uh, for the first year of the Pokemon tour mm-hmm. for the when they were having like this is when Pokemon sang. Huh? This is when Pokemon sang. They went <laughs> yes, on tour. Yeah, no, if only. Just, no, they're, it's the military term. But uh, you would battle. <laughs> you would. It, it was just after Red and Blue had come out in America. It was like maybe early '99, mm-hmm. and it was just like, hey, everybody fight each other, and you'll win a badge, which was a pog. But still, <laughs> and you and you got to challenge the gym leader if you won the entire tournament. And then you might get to go to the national championships. It was a really fun day. We were 16. Me and my friends were playing it at age 16 around a bunch of like 8 to 12 year olds. <laughs> technically, 16 was within the well, age restrictions. The but technically, we weren't on the happy. pedophile watch list. <laughs> <laughs> the parents were not happy. But, uh. All right, so one caveat before the list starts. In uh, one or two cases, these are technically department stores mm-hmm. because I don't know what Japan classifies as a mall or department store. But a lot of games where it seems like it's a mall, it's, they call it a department store. Mm-hmm. Just heading off the comments at the mm-hmm. pass there. <laughs> so the way that I'm going to start every entry is I'm going to play the mall theme from the game, oh. and y'all try to guess it. So I'm not cheating. Let's yeah. start with this one. Number that's five. from uh, mm. uh, Photos.com? Yeah, that's from <laughs> Five Alive Fridays. We'd all... all right. Oh, Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't have a buzzer sign. Nice. I'm Ding. woefully underprepared. Carolyn's playing through it, so like I've heard it. Oh, really? On the yeah. Wii U, or? the Wii U mm. Virtual Console. Yeah. Mm. So there are many depart. There are many stores in Earthbound, but when you get to Foreside, mm-hmm. you get to the biggest like store in the game. It's called the Department Store. Mm-hmm. One of the most important racing games for the Xbox. As mm-hmm. well. What? I didn't hear the word. Say it again. <laughs> Foreside. Foreside. Ah. Uh, I quit. Uh, I quit. No, no, no. If Don't only, had, if only no, I had the foresight. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, so the foresight department store is the biggest one. It's three stories tall. It's it. It's actually so big that even the clerks get lost in it, according to the newspaper <laughs> that you get at the hotel, which may be in that same department store. Mm. It's that big. It's also one of the few like department stores that's not safe in the game, mm-hmm. because other, every single time you go to a department store, you buy healing items, you buy hamburgers, mm-hmm. and uh, all that stuff, teddy bears. Baseball bats? Baseball bats, yeah. baseball bats, frying pans, mm-hmm. yo-yos. Very weird selection of items. Amiibos, very specific. Boogers. <laughs> uh, a cup of mayonnaise. Listen to bonus is, time, everybody. Patreon.com says laser tag. This is the only unsafe department store because uh, when you're in there, uh, Paula, the, yes. the, the woman of the group, is kidnapped by a creature called... The department store spook. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, man, the localization at yeah, work could have been a little bit uh, more. 
Japan, 95, no, it didn't mean that. Yeah, I don't think it's up to Japan to know what that means yeah. to everyone else. So, yeah, when, so when she's captured, all the people inside, uh, they disappear, and new enemies pop up, such as the Musica, the mm. Mystical Record, and the Scalding Coffee Cup. Mm-hmm. And uh, eventually you have to get up to the top floor. There's only three floors, but again, this is the biggest one in the entire game. And there you find and conquer the department store spook. I, uh, I, Wonderful. Yeah, I don't have any other actual, like, because it's a it's, it's a Super Nintendo RPG, I don't have any other uh, actual, I don't have the audio clips. Oh, play, play a little game. bit more of the music. It's uh, I Actually, I have the NES version if you'd like to hear it. Uh, no. Oh. I do. Well, tough. <laughs> oh, you hear that? That's an extra sound chip in there. I don't know which one it is, but... Uh... It's the uh, Z-chip. Oh, I'd learn more about that on VG Empire, wouldn't I? Can yeah. You, you don't, you can, we don't have to wait to plug anything. Yeah. Michael's not here. What's mm-hmm. what's up this week on VG Empire? VGEmpire.com <laughs> this week is yeah. about Ninja Warriors, not related to this at all. Oh, Ninja Not that one. No. But this... I love the little hook. But I love how in Earth... quick. Yeah, it's not a long song, but in Earthbound they gave it like that more of a... I don't know what banjo kind of feel. It's more... And apparently this one rips off uh, when I'm 64. Sadly. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So will you still need me yeah. when I'm 64? But I ne- uh, you might not have heard that on our stream of Earthbound Zero because that mm-hmm. game is so fucking hard. I don't it's even think we made it to a store. I've, I've never. It seems like a rough draft of Earthbound. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but hey, isn't it nice we got it? It's better to have it than not have it. But yeah. uh, I know it's amazing. Was was it a statement on American consumerism that they made the malls so gigantic and huge that people get lost? I mean, Japan's it. malls are huge. Yeah, right? it's, they're they're they got some big ones. This too. is not an American well, thing. They're both. Well, well, we'll get to more. We'll get to Japanese malls. I know, yeah. Dave. I know. So I'll save my comments for then. All, All right, right. Well, uh, let's move on to the next mall. Mm-hmm. Ah, mother. <laughs> Number four. Son of a bitch. Crash? Mm-hmm. Wipeout. So, Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Oh. Malls. Malls. Tony Hawk game? Mm-hmm. What would be so intense that it would cause this level of, uh... This is great. Yeah. <laughs> so, this, this maybe plays when you're being attacked by, say, a horde? Uh, State of Emergency? Mm-hmm. No. Dead uh, Rising? Uh no, but you're on the you're yeah, you're, you're very very close. It is of some sort. it is the Liberty Mall from Left 4 Dead 2. Oh, oh fuck yeah. Oh. yeah, forgot all about that. Wow, I didn't even realize it had music. Yeah. Uh, I put well, a, I played a hundred hours of that and I don't remember that. Yeah, at all. I, I didn't either. <laughs> but that is technically the... probably because as it's happening, all I hear is friends from Illinois screaming in your face. Yeah, God, that was so this is, that's literally what happens when you're getting attacked by a horde of zombies. Huh. So you might not have remembered the theme. Oh. And actually, every yeah song in that game kind of sounds the same. But you know what? It's the closest to a mall theme I could come up with that for that game. Which uh, which storyline is that mall even in? Dead center. So you start. Oh derp! Right. Start okay. Outside. Now yes. Now I got it. The very yeah. The very end is where you like fill up Jimmy the, the, the car. Yeah. That's that. Yep. Fucking yeah, great. That is so that. much fun. Yeah. I miss Left 4 Dead so much. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about it. So what, we were talking about this week for some reason, and I realized it's been fucking forever since. Well, I've it was going to be in the, like last week. We talked about the the, the 360 turned 10, so yeah. we talked about like the last you know 10 years of games and best exclusive. 
divisives, and I really would have loved to have put Left 4 Dead, but I mean, it was... Except it's so fucking better on PC. Well, yeah, it was pushed on PC. I mean, it's great on Xbox 360. I do, I I just remember getting the preview of that. I don't know who... It couldn't have been Valve giving a preview of it, but it was 360 version. I played alone, and it was so boring and so ugly... I didn't get it at all, and I wrote it off forever. Yeah. And it wasn't until like the moment, like, oh, for, oh, these are all my friends who were reviving me, and I were, yeah. we're, we're, we're as long as you're, you have to communicate. Yeah. Those, I can't mm-hmm. imagine playing that game without voice chat. Yeah. Um, and the thing I love about this mall in particular yeah. was it it does harken back to those '80s malls yeah. of like there's multiple floors and there's mm-hmm. almost always this one area that opens up wide yeah. where they Each would have area. those concerts or have special yeah. events and. Got under square ball in Tallahassee, Florida, yeah. had a fountain. Well, yeah, we mm-hmm. had a fountain in ours, mm-hmm. and then uh, that's also where you probably Santa would come or the mm-hmm. Easter Bunny. Whore, whore, whore. I want to know more about where Santa comes. We've got a laser time all about that topic. This mall actually has a kind of a moral choice. <laughs> don't within, uh, within... don't go mm. grabbing my pubic. <laughs> <laughs> don't go ripping out. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so this the, the Liberty Mall actually has a uh, crescendo event where you have the choice between opening uh, alarm doors on the first floor or smashing the windows of a barricaded toy store. And either way, that's what starts that crazy music of uh, zombies running at you. But I also have, you know, every Left 4 Dead game has great kind of dialogue between characters. Oh, yeah. Oh, there were some good voice actors for this one, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. like this. Hey, Cuddy. See us safely through our time of trial in this mall. And please, Lord, let the food court be okay. Oh, yeah. Amen. I- Amen. Amen. Lord, have mercy on Coach and spare the food court. I don't, I don't know who that voice actor is, but it's Cuddy from The Wire. Who I do believe really? he's on Walking Dead now. Oh yeah, no, really? totally. The uh, he's the well, he was the boxing instructor on The Wire, <laughs> Cuddy, and he Dennis. was uh, the. I think he's no. Was he the black guy who died most recently? Or oh, he's not Tyrone, around, but. Uh, too old to be Tyrone. No, but it was well. He was. I just remember him as the example of like on Walking Dead when when a, when a one black guy dies, a new mm-hmm. black character will join the show. Like uh, it turns into this weird revolving door. Yeah, I feel like night. it's happened about twice now, hasn't it, Dave? When what? Where a black character dies, and then they'll get a new black guy within like an episode. Oh, I mean, I'm colorblind. I don't notice it. Oh, I'm thing. sorry. Oh, Hank, hold yeah. out. I'm sorry. Jeez. I may be colorblind, but I do really despise Smalls. <laughs> Chad, Chad L. Coleman is his name. Ah, mm. is that was the guy who played Coach also in The Wire? Um, what is that the same dude? I'm positive he's he's from The Wire. Yeah. Yes, uh, Chad L. Coleman. Uh, I've yeah. got, so, got a little bit more of this uh, uh, witty repartee from the mall. If you'd like to hear it, I still say we should check it out. Maybe the evac's a little further <laughs> in the mall. Ah, oh, God, I hate yeah. that. God, I forgot yeah. how much I love Ellis. Tunnel of Love. Yeah, all yeah. that dialogue. I forgot all about most of that. It's uh, so That wonderful. game is... Uh, that was 2009. Yeah. It For the like second eight, one. Yeah. It feels like eight million years ago. Because really why? Does. Valve can't count to three. So that was, <laughs> Valve has been... <laughs> Valve used to be the Capcom on, joke for years. <laughs> yeah. Valve's been working on Dota for a million years, mm-hmm. which is, you know, coming to something, but... They could make other things. It doesn't have to just be that in Team Fortress hats. Yeah, but, like, dude, if you have Valve on, on Steam... Mm-hmm. Sorry, if you have Left 4 Dead on Steam, Valve doesn't need to make anything. That shit is updated constantly with tons of free content made yeah. by the community. It is amazing. I mean, it's the new Doom. It's like, mm-hmm. Doom in the sense of, like, once you played all of Doom... 
people just took it open, cracked mm-hmm. it open, and like the total conversions. And it's not some big, massive multiplayer game or mm-hmm. some story driven thing. It's like no, it you yeah. just run through these very c- defined things. So total conversions, I you know, yeah. you can do a lot of fun. You stuff. play as four Raptors and uh, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember what that Tyler and uh, Evan uh, Lottie and I did did, did a video about one of the mods for um, Left 4 Dead 2. It was amazing. It was like cube mm-hmm. although a mad scientist was in control oh, of everything yeah. it was it was just excellent and the yeah. fan just fucking made it for free and just wow. throw it on there it was awesome and it's the kind of thing that a company would have charged you like eight dollars for yeah and valve is like the only reason people can still complain about dlc because like there's so much of it for free i would love games, to like, find a way to stream the mm. doom total conversion for aliens for aliens Ugh. Yeah, where like someone redrew all the graphics to change like the imps into xenomorphs and the guns into plasma rifles and the sound How effects. How old is that? Jesus. I mean, it's probably ninety four. Mm, it's probably possible. We'll look into it. We did stream recently um, the Mario mod for Sonic Generations. Yeah, yeah good times on mm-hmm. youtubecom slash network. You did it! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I got one more clip of uh, Left 4 Dead 2. Where is everybody? It's starting to creep me out. It's starting to creep you out. And I thought this place was a shithole when there were people in it. So can is is Left 4 Dead 2 I can't think of any many other times when they completely replaced the cast and the new mm. cast was better. Mm. Like mm. say by the bell. I like Chuck Green more than uh than Frank West. Ah. Well, no. he's got a tough time. Well, I guess we'll talk about that more later, but I think he's got a tough time that Chuck Green. He's got like a kid and stuff he cares about. He's not just some photojournalist who's covered wars, you know. How about any Final Fantasy? Uh, <laughs> that doesn't count. It doesn't? Well, it's not, they're mostly not the same world or any relation. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I liked the Left 4 Dead 1 cast fine. Like, Yeah, but I think 2 just like edges them out. Yeah, I would have turned... I think everyone's... All, 1, I would have turned in the dialogue forever if mm-hmm. it wasn't for pills here like but yeah. uh, but like two you they had they said fun things constantly yeah. and and you're playing See, something that's contextual for moments yeah. and it was different mm-hmm. if you if you played it twice in a row the dialogue would be different oh yeah yeah um, no. i love that about that i think it was just one didn't have mm-hmm. ellis mm-hmm. and then like everyone else just being like down the same level as everyone else in one it was all about yeah. ellis and coach it was yeah. really funny they mm-hmm. were really funny all right let's move on to the next wall number three here's this mall's theme Jason! <laughs> Jason! <laughs> Jason! <laughs> Wait for it. Jason! <laughs> Jason! Is it three of the same Jasons in a row? Jason! Jason! Jason. I think those 2.5 different Jasons. <sighs> One was just a J, and they cut in a different I, This is Jason 10, the I, last Jason. I mm-hmm. wish someone would make a Talk Radar supercut of just <laughs> the all of the making fun of Heavy Rain that we did. Yeah. Yeah, they are gay. The children into the wasteland. Uh, he is the wasteland. I'm a tough cowboy kid. <laughs> uh, would you like some uh, clips to refresh your memory? Like yes. to have some barbecue sauce on your American hot dog. Oh, I'd like to have a quick look at some shoes for Sean. Can you watch Jason for a minute? I promise he won't be long. Sure, no problem. <laughs> loading next dialogue, loading next dialogue. We're not going anywhere, are we, Jake? <laughs> God. Ooh, boy. <laughs> I need to uh, get some shoes for other boy. <laughs> shoes Shoes are good for children's. <laughs> so I never played the game. All I ever heard really? was... It's oh, really oh. sad. No, I never have. But Michael brings it up every other podcast, yeah, so I feel I like I have. played it a lot. All I ever heard were you're, like you guys talking about it and then playing the clips, and it just sounds like... 
I mean, all they did was highlight like the hmm. worst parts. So I like, sure. Yeah. The, the the game is. I, I've said it a billion There's times here. There's at least here. one it's, time per scene where you're like, this guy's French. It's ambitious, yeah. it's bold, and it is so easy to make fun of as a result of that. Yeah, when you see true. button prompts swirling around the main yeah. character's head. Well, see, and, the, that's the difference between it and Until Dawn, mm-hmm. is that Until... They're both very similar mm-hmm. in a lot of ways, but Until yeah. Dawn is like, we hired intentionally bad CW actors <laughs> to play... to Rub star Mr. Robot. To, to, well, he's actually the best guy in it, but... They hire CW actors mm-hmm. to be thirty-year-olds playing teenagers who are having B-movie sexy time fun. Mm-hmm. We all know it's stupid. Like yeah. we all know it's dumb, and so it's just dumb fun. It's not. But meanwhile, before Heavy Rain comes out, you have <laughs> David Cage talking at length about how this is the most important game ever. This will change <laughs> everything. I, You'll feel emotions you've never felt. Well, maybe that's. Not, I do believe it changed everything. I believe Until Dawn wouldn't have been able to happen if not for mm-hmm. laying the groundwork and yeah. games like Heavy Rain, which nobody was doing except yeah. for that uh, quantum what's yeah. it called well i mean they took to filming people's faces very well well like, it, it took to leading that, a, a, like leading towards a different kind of mm-hmm. game experience it's like the telltale model now wouldn't mm-hmm. have been done unless i think heavy rain pioneered it it looks hilarious yeah. in hindsight i will say yes. this game did mm-hmm. make me feel real emotion about buying a balloon jason you really shouldn't wander off like that you know there's an awful lot of people in Please, here. Please, Dad, can I have one? I would really love to have one. Please, Dad, come on. Okay, Please, Dad. let's go buy a balloon. Great! <laughs> that is the most unnatural child interaction I've Please, ever Please, Dad, I want air ball. <laughs> With the good. floaty air, not the, not oh. the mouth air. He's good. Now, well, it's just, just it's not just the voice acting; it's just the dialogue. Even like, great, like, no yeah. kid. Let's go, Dad. Let's Dad, go. that would be fantastic. <laughs> no pig, no, no pig. <laughs> Did you guys? Speaking of, well, you seem to have a chance to play this when it comes to the PS4. Oh yeah, so. it's uh, so if you buy the that's in the news. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but it's a, a digital bundle, sort of. For the next segment, Beyond Two Souls is coming out on good. PS4 this week. But if you buy that, you'll be able to get a discount on Heavy Rain, Heavy Rain when it comes out on PS4. Oh, I'd next love year. to play them on my PS4. Oh. Love. Uh, yeah. So when we said no pig, Muppets no Most pig. Wanted, did you know there's a movie that's Amy Poehler and Tina Fey coming out next month? What? Yeah, sister. Yeah. It's oh, like, Amy Poehler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew that. What? Did you know it, Baby's Mama existed? It just showed up. Like it a, didn't. I've never heard preview. of it. They have a couple not, months ago, but it was very under the much. radar. Yeah. Yeah. I saw a preview like two, like almost a year ago. I, wow. it's, all right, all right. It's, it's been I'm baking in the oven for a long time. I wonder. Yeah, Baby's Mama. Have you seen that Baby Mama? No. It's not great. Baby's but it's Mama got is a very good. <laughs> uh, I there's a funny bit in it where John Hodgman has a fun cameo in it. It was right <laughs> when he was getting famous. And it was a joke that in his first book that he joked that he had cameos in movies, and now here he was having a real cameo in a movie. And then he said that it was, oh, God, this story doesn't work. Uh, <laughs> what? You just drop it? No, and then he says, like, uh, he says, I have so many great comedic cameos, like playing the doctor who tells a woman she's infertile. But that's that, which right. is his cameo in Baby Mama. Yeah, this was a bad story. So that yeah, yeah that reference, well, I had to finish it. That though. reference almost got away from you, much like Jason got away from his father. <laughs> and here's a clip of that. Dad, I'm so far away. <laughs> Jason, no! Oh, that car. Yeah. 
But he gets hit in the back with yeah. a car. It was very weird. Yeah, we talked about six years ago. We talked about this on Talk Jeez. Radar, but yeah, I don't get how Ethan grabs Jason mm, and takes and then the full force of the car hit. and takes the full force. This of is the car. like this is like the same level of like the way Kirk dies in Generations, where you're mm. like, the movie was kind of built around Kirk is going to die in this mm. movie. And then this game is like, well, the, the, the inciting incident is the kid dying, mm. Jason. How can I forget his name? Uh, but then those scenes, when they happen, you're like, I don't feel anything. Yeah. Because I'm left with more questions about how they filmed it and framed it than I am. He's dead? Why is he dead? Yeah. Why isn't the dad dead? So I did not care to actually watch the clip while I was capturing this, but I imagine... <laughs> I, I, I've the, watched it a billion that times. That cocooned him, but could the boy... Could Jason's head have hit, like, the cement when he was doing that? It, that's in, my... in reality, Ethan crushed his own son. Yeah. Because that's the, yeah. o- that's the only thing that could have hurt him. All right. Because I the car was that. not moving fast, and he takes the full hit. And you can see it in a video Michael and I worked on called the Top 5 Kids in Peril ah. game. But yeah, he, on he's, in a coma. he's in a coma for, like, two months, uh, Ethan is. I do need to play Beyond Two Souls. I should play it. I mean, it's probably not even that great either. I keep but... meaning to it, just all those experiences. Like, this looks cool. I understand there's clunky things that we'll be able to laugh about forever. I just don't want to spend $60 on a rough... Short experience, mm-hmm. and then I always forget to pick it up. Mm-hmm. And now, Dave, I know what the next two are on this list, but uh, it just hit me. There's, sh- uh, I'm going to have to name a zero entry when we get to the end of this because uh, I forgot I have about a negative one, one on the board. Neg- yeah, I think we'll save the negative one for yes. when we get there. But uh, let's see if you know number number two, number number Ooh. two, Trailer Park Boys. Well, is this Dead Rising? Yes. <laughs> oh my bad. So this scene was not only in the first one; it was also in the second one. Uh, Which so there's a mall. There in is Las a Vegas. there is a mall section of Las Vegas, and there are a couple different themes for uh, the first mall in Dead Rising, like mm-hmm. because you're there the entire game. Mm-hmm. But this is the one that they actually repeat, so it's kind of like embedded in my brain, and I'm just. Mm-hmm. I'm still uh, sure I, I played through Dead Rising 3. Never heard this theme, but I'm still aw. holding out hope that there well, yeah, is. Yeah, because that's a whole city. It's yeah, not but there's a... got to be a mall-like area that would play this theme. Eh, I just remember a lot of storefronts. I don't remember like a mall-like area in that game. Uh, but then again, I played through the entirety of it in a fevered, like, mm-hmm. hey, yeah. in, in two days you got to finish this for the review <laughs> and capture everything you do. And, uh, oh, you also do need to come into the office instead of not coming into the office. And, like, oh, Microsoft wonderful. has tethered these consoles to yeah. a desk. No, they don't do that. No, like but that. Dead Rising, yeah. I mean, Dead Rising was so set in a mall that George Romero tried to sue him yes. over it. Like, that's I, how much of a mall it was Actually, in. not allowed to talk about it. Uh, so th- it's, I don't even work it, there anymore. It takes place at the Willamette Mall, and here is a description of this. I think this actual clip is in the last episode, but you know what? I'm still going to play it. Sorry. Here she is. <laughs> Willamette, Colorado. Population 53,594. There's an achievement related to that. Characteristics. Jack shit. <laughs> About the only thing to do in this town is kill time at the shopping mall. And that's the Willamette Mall. Mm. Willamette is where Bob Odenkirk's from in Wayne's World 2. 
Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I took your parking ride from Willie Mac. I'm from Will Met. <laughs> My ma gave me a dollar and dropped me off at the parking ride. Sorry, comedy nerds, pay attention. Yeah. Robert Smigel and Bob Odenkirk are in Wayne's World 2. It's awesome. So, actually, I have some trivia about mm. Will and Met Mall. Curtsy, uh, Wikia.com, thank you. Uh, Michael Graham had said red. Sliding a $5 bill. Yeah. Uh, so, the, the Will and Met Mall opened in 2003. When the outbreak mm. occurred in September 2006, the mall was undergoing several renovation projects uh, and was about to uh, celebrate its third anniversary. It has six different areas and 79 shops, which included a movie theater, supermarket gym, two hardware stores, and a gun shop. And just for comparison purposes, 79 stores here. There's 520 at the Mall of America, so it's a a big mall, but it ain't super big. That's why we were talking about Japanese malls. I'm like, I don't remember if we went to a mall. We did. We did. We did when we filmed the, the Resident Evil restaurant video. That was a big mall. That was a big mall. But, like, the fucking train stations are well, bigger yeah. than our mall. Well, the yeah. Tokyo Station yeah. is a gigantic mall. Yeah. yeah. Tokyo Station is gargantuan. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it looks so simple. When you go up top, you're like, oh, it's just this red brick building mm-hmm. up front. No, that is yeah. not Tokyo Station. But, right, well, I mean, that's why Sunshine City, I think, is the only, like, mall mall. Because that's also where, what, Namja, the name of That's where Namja Town is. Yeah. yeah. And it's several floors. It's like it's like the it's still 1987 in that mall. <laughs> yeah, Chris was bored by Namja Town. I took him there. It was not. Into it, it was a glorified Chuck E. Cheese, and they would cost fifteen dollars to get into. Yeah, they had to pay for everything. Well, with a passport, it was only ten. So. <laughs> well, that yeah, I didn't even go to that. But like, just the idea of the mall, like it's, I don't know. I, it, was, it was like falling, going, mm-hmm. literally, felt like a time capsule. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. I can just stand here and look at this direction. And feel like I'm it, I'm a kid again, like wanting to go get uh, Constructicons or something. <laughs> like, so uh, yeah, I guess the game was really Japanese people who know Japanese malls building an American mall. Sure. Though, uh, like structural wise, the Tokyo malls we saw are not that different from <laughs> no. old American ones. So that's why it was still the same, yeah. same shop fronts. Same weird uh, mascots running around. Yeah. This was, what, two years after the Dawn of the Dead remake? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the whole, like, zombies in a mall. Like, this was the final event. Like, yeah. This game, this kind of game was going to be made at some point. Was mm-hmm. we finally get the zombie simulator in a mall where you just smash them to death. Yeah. And because the big barrier crossed yeah. in that generation was yeah. we can make hundreds of people on screen. Hundreds, yeah. and it won't cause a problem. And not in a they Dynasty Warriors kind of way. Yeah. yeah. Like, but, in an impressive way. And you're pre- well, though they can't have much AI, they're still like they're just yeah. piles of zombies. Yeah. They're, 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 they're puppets with sticks up their butts. Yeah, yeah. But, but they're then, scary but puppets. But then by but then by setting it in a mall that let you like each mall can have different items, mm-hmm. weapons, like and it's the perfect place for a video game. Like is mm-hmm. is any mall ever? Yeah. And I especially remember when I was playing Dead Rising Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just re- memorizing like. My pathway through the mall of like, okay, I gotta hit that store first to get yeah. my combat yeah. gloves and then get the nails at the uh, store next door to get the classic combo glove nail. Yeah. And then to the vintage game store way... to pick up Adventure Island <laughs> Sealed. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Our, our, yeah. our, our big mall has like almost all, several of the stores have at Pacific Sunwear? I don't think a lot of those places are out of business, so a lot of local businesses moved in the mall, and it looks more yeah. like the mall in the 80s than the, than the one in the 80s ever did. Yeah. Uh, and there's a vintage game. Like, I was eating at Buca de Beppo with my family <laughs> wow. and my now-dead grandfather, and I just oh I look over the edge, and it just I just see vintage NES stuff and ran down there with all the fervor <laughs> of little Chris and So you really are Italian. Yeah. Hey, hey forget <laughs> about it. We got, Buca de Beppo. we got to get, the, get it up Italians at the Buca de 
Peppo. It's right. Yeah. This right. It's nice. They had you sit outside so everyone would walk by and be like, hey, the real Italians are there. Yeah. Real Italians are there. Yeah, we're real Italians. Are you, how, how do you make Italian sausage? So we, <laughs> Retarded pigs. That's how. It's nice. So is, it, is Frank West Italian? Um he looks. looks he, well, his jacket would have you believe he's fucking a New Jersey. He dipshit. seems to always have like the yeah. V cut. Uh, he's shirts. a hairy guy. He's got a big nose. And yeah, yeah. Well, let, let's Hi. maybe maybe his, his his chatter in this scene will uh, let us know. Let me help. No, I can't let a civilian do that. That's against regulations. Yeah. Well, I don't think they had zombie infested malls in mind when they wrote those regulations, kid. You know how to use this. Here's the line. Kinda. I've covered wars, you know. I I couldn't cut that out of the YouTube video. I'm sorry. <laughs> too too good. Uh, Who's the voice actor? Donnie Jeffcoat. Is it JD uh, Roth? I can't tell. I I is that like a the more you know splash at the end of it? <laughs> As the modern, the more you know. That was perfect. The more you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so. More words you know, you know. I don't know if you guys have ever been to uh, you've been to Las Vegas and seen like it. It is kind of la, you know mall. It's like a mile long mall. This like. is supposed to be. I think the first one is supposed to be Colorado West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well met Colorado. Well, I'm talking about I'm talking about Fortune City and Dead Rising uh, Two. Fortune City is, is the name Las Vegas copyrighted? Well, no, they just blew yeah. up Las Vegas and renamed it afterwards. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm telling Lord to the Capcom uh, yeah, people. Yeah. Neither of us played that game. I, that's... <laughs> Famously, don't care. Yeah, I mean, also not setting it in Vegas lets them like. Yeah, you try, if you try to put it in Vegas, it's like, hey, will any of the what casinos give us yeah. a license? No, you got to worry about uh, Siegfried and Roy suing. Yeah, they but did it, get the Playboy yeah. license for that game, though. Did they? Yep, you can pick up Playboy. There are Playboy ads on the wall, and uh, you can pick up a Playboy magazine. Does it for say some now without and nudes then, uh, on the cover. <laughs> not if then, Frank no. West takes a picture, he gets the uh, per bonus. Ah, this was fantastic. Chuck, this was Chuck Green, oh, and he didn't take pictures. he wore an IGX. Jacket. <clears throat> what else we got? Uh, I got one. <laughs> I got one more clip uh, because, uh, of course, with any mall, there are store owners, and here's one of the near ones. Is this the beginning of crawling? This is my store. <laughs> it is. You, you can vandalize my store, huh? <laughs> what are we fighting for? Hurt. I need medicine. Hurt! That's just what this bitch said when she came to vandalize my store. Store. <laughs> the my wife. God, the delivery is so like yeah. PS One <laughs> bad, and then but he's so owning it that I'm like, yeah. this is great. Like, I do like that in every Dead Rising game. The the bosses you beat are always killed by their own devices. Yeah. Like they. You, I mean, you beat them to death, sure. but then they usually are like, no, I won't do it, I won't. And then they, you know, chainsaw their own head off or um, yeah, fall down on a... a, a... You, so you guys played through three. Yeah. yeah. The only part I really saw a boss that was extended was like this old man who had like a katana or something. Yeah. Oh, no, the Kung Fu dude. Yeah, yeah. 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 and so, like his his self-inflicted death at the end. Every well, boss in that, I think, was like a seven deadly yeah, sins. Yeah, I forget to... what his was. Yeah. Pride. It was pride. Ah. Conceit. He was mad at his kids. He's such a prideful weeaboo. So my stupid grandchildren wouldn't even get this. <laughs> but just the idea that you're, 
it was such a like break in continuity or, or reality where you're like zombie, zombie, zombies mm. shooting, and then you fight like another normal human being, yeah. and it's like grenades at them, and then they just get back up and like <laughs> yeah. no, mm-hmm. yeah. it's fine, it's fine. Yeah. So both this game and Heavy Rain have evil clowns. This one had one that held chainsaws, and the other one sold a balloon to you oh, while your son ran away. The, the cursed one balloon. Rain creepier. Yeah. The curse, dude. Is that the? Is there like a backstory to that clown? Maybe he wanted Jason to die. He yeah. should have been the villain the whole time. Yeah. So this that that one character, he's the owner of the supermarket, and the weapon that he uses is a supermarket, or sorry, a uh, shopping cart with like knives attached to it. Totally mm-hmm. reminds me of that one episode <laughs> of Married with Children. Where uh, Al Bundy has like that pimped out uh, supermarket cart, and then he gets stabbed with it at the end, and he can't even enjoy all the food that they won. I forgot. Yeah. Anywho, uh, let's move on to love it. Oh, this is uh, Shin Megami Tensei. Mm-hmm. I was I always had to pick a better thing to be wrong about because yeah. it's not totally wrong. No. So, damn welcome it. to the Marriott in Japan. I thought you were right. Uh, I I should have said like Dynasty Warriors. I don't know. So this one was my pick. I didn't give you too many uh, mm-hmm. quotes to go from there, Dave. But let me just tell you, this is the theme for Juness, uh, which has its own. Um, you didn't wear your Juness very shirt. beautiful Jewish woman, a Juness. <laughs> Time it, for Chris to get a beer. No, it has its, it has its own um, <laughs> slogan. How's that slogan go, Dave? Uh, oh, like this. So, oh. I tried to play this. I really did. I yeah. Try again. Do it again. I At did, first this time. Jump on in. Yes. I, I did just. Uh, I bought this for the third time. This time forever. Nine ninety PSN yeah. version. Because I bought it twice on not what what are they even called? UMD? PS Vita well, carts. Vita carts. Yeah. Which oh. are so fucking you small. Are a loser. That I've lost. <laughs> I. Mm, <laughs> Buying a Vita card? What is wrong with you? I mean, well, I bought Persona card because that's worth having. Yeah, yeah, but they're so damn card. small. They're, they're like st- so small. And I, I, the first one I know I lost because it was in my Vita when I lost my entire Vita. Yeah, okay. the second time, Checks second, out. The second time, I, I totally expect to just find it like in some random Your box. Your cat could have eaten it. Yeah, too, mm. but when yeah, you clean so the, small, it could fit within a turd. But when you so. clean the litter, mm-hmm. I mean, you would have seen I, but it. But it could be. It's, it could like the width of a cat turd is bigger than a. <laughs> Really if they is. had a you know Thanksgiving dinner, okay. Yeah. All right. But this all right. isn't about characters. This is about Persona Four, yeah. which is a great one of my favorite games of all time. It's mm-hmm. uh, I feel like and reading a book and occasionally pushing buttons. No, <laughs> you're so wrong, man. So, <laughs> like, so, many great so the kids have to jump. That in has it. nothing to do with characters. Like yeah. books have great characters. You read them, right? Tom yes. Sawyer. Yeah. So the kids <laughs> enter like a different world through the TVs at the mm-hmm. at the Jewish store. Juness is the local mega store that uh, just opened up. And actually, so you know that you heard the the tune for Juness, the dun 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 dun. It really reminded me once I went to Yodabashi Camera, those giant stores in Tokyo for the first time. Mm -hmm. Totally the same feeling. I was like, oh, this is supposed to be Yodabashi Camera because you hear Yodabashi Camera, it's to the. the Saints go marching in like right. Da da Yoda Bashi camera. Mm. It's, I don't it's remember Juness as well, but it, it had like, multiple floors. That yeah, you mm-hmm. and, like the TV floors, floor, multiple and the, departments. Yeah, the, the the mystery solving gang who are the stars of the game. They would meet up in the food court there. 
pretty much uh, a majority of major story points happened uh, at yeah. GS. I'll tell you the top. The I think it's the top floor of that Yodobashi camera in Akihabara. Mm-hmm. Some good ass restaurants. Yeah, yeah. surprisingly oh, so good. good. When you're like in a camera store, Where, yeah. is there a porn floor on the camera store? Not a porn no. floor, no. But well, no, because Yodobashi camera technically it's like if if Best Buy called itself Best Buy phones, but it really right. it has everything. That's yeah, it's like Yodobashi. washer and dryers, and here's the uh, game floor, and here's like the, the, game the and action toy figure floor. floor. Yeah, yeah, toy the, floor. The game slash toy floor. And also DVDs, like it's the size of a Best Buy. Yeah, at that yeah point. It's in, huge. in the one in Akihabara, anyway, is. And so, yeah, that's what Juness kind of is. And in the game, Juness mm-hmm. is the big thing that just tur- moved into town and is shutting down the local pla- ah. the local places. But at the same time, your best friend in the game is Yosuke, who works there and whose father is manager of all of Juness. Then, meanwhile, your cousin, the little girl we heard mm-hmm. singing earlier, that's. Nanako, she's like your little sister, and you live with her and her dad, uh, Dojima, who's the he's a detective. He's but anyway, a, he's a Shiba Inu. <laughs> but yeah, so she is really Nanako. Just loves Juness. She loves the play. Actually, I think I even yeah. have a clip of that. I love Juness. Why'd you bring poor Nanako Chan to a place like this on Golden Week? <laughs> poor poor Nanako Chan. That's well. Yes, yeah, Nanako loves Juness. Literally, what I said is the a joke. The store just called, and they're running out of you. <laughs> so she's a little kid. She's like a twelve-year-old, and she just she's she's grown up for her age. But it's only mildly sexualized in this game. <laughs> don't, I don't even want to get into all that. But like they they walk right up to the line with that. They do not cross that line. But they walk. They get closer to that line every spin off. They line. acknowledge it and stand right next yeah. to it. I'm like Atlas, back off. <laughs> Throw buckets of water at it. Is she the one dancing in the uh, Persona Dancing All Night? Yeah, Yeah. so her song in Persona for Dancing All Night is a remix of the Juness theme. And she does such a fun dance to it. Look, I watched that whole video with you. I'm like, this this was entertaining for 10 seconds. I cannot believe... I love the whole song. I love the the music in in Persona is just great in general. We did a uh, if you're a fan of game music, if I may mm. do a plug for VGEmpire.com again, which was uh, Persona Picks. It was about a year and a half ago that we did it, uh, but Henry picked out some songs from we we covered Persona one through four. Mm-hmm. Nickel Ripper has never allowed this, and we could it's barely, too bad he's gone. It was a ninety minute episode. We barely like we yeah. barely even fit in as anything from just those four games. Yeah, because one two are so different from three and four that yes. it's like such. A weird, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but uh, so Juness is central to the uh, <laughs> plot, though, because they enter the they enter the Midnight Channel world through a television in the Juness place. Ah, like you can, I thought you did it through like your bedroom. bedroom. Yeah. Can, there's multiple TVs. Okay, you can okay. do it through your bedroom, but the the place that is their starting point right. is in Juness usually because mm. that's where they first all entered together and met Teddy. And the portals always lead to the same place, so that's how they could count on meeting Teddy going I through see. the one at that right. place. I do like Teddy. And they also go grocery shopping at Juness later, and sounds and, great. And it's a plot point too that like uh, Yosuke has a crush on this girl, but she hates him because her family business shut down because of Juness, ah. and so it's a real uh, Romeo and Juness situation. Though <laughs> <laughs> so by the end of the by the end of the game, this though, guy. <laughs> I was wondering if Juness was going to be like the culprit or something, but they they 
Melon. Oh, but thanks. It's too much of a spoiler, thanks. I guess. But I'm going to return that uh, that PSN. I guess I was just it. waiting for more moralizing against big box retailers, and that was not in this game. But mm-hmm. uh, hey, but yeah. be sure to click our Amazon links. They, uh, I think Atlas needs those big box stores to stock their games. Uh, they do indeed to sell those special editions of Dancing All Night. Yeah. And so, Persona Q, which you can get through an Amazon link on later time. So Podcast.com. I believe you said you had a... Uh, Are we just done with you, Nesta? No. But it's number one, because it's the best. We did talk a long time about it. Yeah. It, oh, it didn't feel like any time at all. <laughs> That's Shut the microporas way. So Every <laughs> day is great at... We've already said that part! <laughs> Okay. What's number zero? So that's backwards one. The one that hit me as mm. we were talking about desiccated mm-hmm. malls is the mall. Jesus. Is the mall in The Last of Us mm-hmm. Left Behind, ah. the DLC, which... Kirk Cameron? It did, well, <laughs> no, but uh, it actually, Kirk Cameron would hate it because it's too gay. But, uh, so, yeah, that it's, it's, the, it's like the lost chapter from Last of mm-hmm. Us that takes place while... I haven't. I have not. It's played been three goddamn years, buddy. You gotta. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little. Two years. It's been two years. But it also is a flashback for. Uh, oh fuck! I forget Ellie. Her name now. Ellie. It's a flashback for Ellie. Elle? She's remembering her Elle? friend who passed away. Elle? And it's them. It's them exploring an empty uh, mall together, and mm. it's them having fun. It's like this fun girls' night out. And it has some really touching moments in it. It's a really I never did play story. that. I meant to. Oh, it's great. I finished no, last me too. Henry just told us what happened. So. Well, I, I finished. Well, I finished Last of Us Dave because it was a critically acclaimed drama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was quite a rock. But, yeah, but no, PS- it was good. I, I enjoyed it. No, Left Behind is a is a really great coda to the whole game. It's it's mm. really worth checking out. Hmm. Well, let that be a coda. It's like in ninety minutes. Well, let that be a coda to this segment oh. and. Uh, Jump on we could we could have kept talking. Uh, hey, so yeah, uh, be sure to come back for the next segment after some small creature talks to you about some stuff. Uh, we'll be back with news, new releases, your answer to last week's question of the week, and other stuff. Podcast Wombat. I'm a, I'm a good friend of the Video Game Apocalypse Raccoon, the Laser Time Squirrel, or Chipmunk, or whatever he is. I don't know. He's a, he's a very secretive small creature. But when I'm not playing WCW Super Brawl on the Super Nintendo, 
I'm also rooting around Chris's yard. He's actually got a he's got a backyard wrestling federation going on back there. He can't try to keep it under wraps, but uh, I hide underneath that ring. I uh, drink the little uh, water bottles and uh, I sleep on the steel chairs that are left underneath there. I don't know much about this world, but I know that you should be giving Video Game Apocalypse, Cheap Popcast, Laser Time, Cape Crisis, uh, VG Empire, Talking Simpsons. And a possible new show down the line. Give them all five stars. I don't know how to count, uh, which is weird because uh, there's three counts, but I don't recognize that number. It doesn't exist in my brain. So just give five stars, not three stars. Five stars to all those shows. Uh, use Amazon links. Uh, you know, we've got Black Cock Friday and Cyber Sex Monday coming up. You should be looking out for Amazon links for those when those uh, pop up. On the Laser Time Twitter feed, what else should you support uh, besides WCW Super Brawl Wrestling on the Super Nintendo? Keep uh, an eye on uh, Laser Time's YouTube and Twitch pages. They stream there three times a week, and all of the archives go on YouTube. It's a, it's such great fun. It's almost as great fun as the backyard wrestling that happens, and that I get to uh, sleep underneath every night. That'll do. That'll do for now. Perhaps you'll see me again sometime soon if I can manage to pin both Laser Time Chipmunk and the Video Game Apocalypse Raccoon. Uh, they are they are very difficult foes to surmount, but I I have confidence that I will pin them. Bye. Welcome back to Video Game Apocalypse, episode 140. Hope you Ooh. liked uh, the tiny creatures talking to you. But now... We had to do it. Back to business, <laughs> and... You know I wrote that song? Yeah. Mm. You should get uh, ASCAP I, could, I, could, I could, should get royalties. So, I mean... Oh, the it, show has to make money yeah. first. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm taking over, I should make my own new release <laughs> song. Now who releases? <laughs> Welcome to that segment of this episode. Oh, that's awesome. Now Brett is the end laugh if that ever gets remixed. <laughs> oh. uh, perfect. Yeah, Nothing not, came out. Not a big week for new releases. Uh, you guys streamed one of them. Uh, Blurblurn? Bloodborne, the Blur Old Burn. Hunters. Yes. Lame name, fun yeah. content. Well, just in time for Bloodborne to get, you know, its Game of the Year edition out, I guess. So. Yeah. So it's... The complete edition. Yeah, it's, uh, we streamed a little bit today on uh, twitch.tv slash lasertime, where you can watch the archive on youtube.com slash lasertime network. Uh, in about 500 minutes. <laughs> but again, one of those, the future affecting the past, Chris, when they listen, it's already happened. <gasps> oh, Unless I... Like Friday morning or whatever by the time this posts. It, it's you... One of the most obvious recurring questions that keeps coming up, and I can't... I'm more surprised how many articles there are answering this question, and people are still asking it, right. is how to access the DLC. Uh, it, it is really weird, though. Well, this is par for the course for the From games. Like, every, mm. like oh, it's a little easier this time. No, it's not. Mm. It's the same as all the other games. You mm. get some weird item that activates some part of the game that was inert, inert before, mm-hmm. and now it does something. You just have to... What part of the entire can, world? Can I explain it as you, as you explained it to me? Because I didn't. I never got to this part. I never saw these creatures. You get to be over level forty. You eventually see a creature. Not level that, forty. That's what it doesn't have anything to do with that's insight. Your insight 40. level is forty. Insight level forty. You see a creature that's been there the entire time, 
and now you allow him to kill you by squeezing him in his hand. Yeah. And that's how you access the DLC. <laughs> well, first you have to beat Vicar Amelia in the Grand Cathedral. It's... Yeah, but I mean, like but, if you're but, buying dark, if you're buying Bloodborne DLC, yeah. like you're you understand this. You you're okay probably with it. should. Yeah, um, I like it's partitioned off like that in a weird yeah. way. Instead, of just like eh, here it is on your fucking page. Could you pay for the season pass? There's probably like some canonical reason for why that exists, like yeah. some storyline ex- explanation. They do fun stuff, like the the Dark Souls mm-hmm. Two DLC was I thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like they did some really cool like architecture and geometry stuff that was very different from the core game. Mm-hmm. So. Bloodborne so far, the first area is, it's not a like a palette swap or anything, but it is a nightmare version of a place you've already been. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you'll see some recurring, you know, oh, this is that area, but it's been corrupted or covered in blood or whatever. But I mean, it's new weapons, new monsters, it's really hard, it's kind of intended for, I mean, you kind of need to know what you're doing already, mm-hmm. but uh, it's an area filled with hunter enemies, and you, you encounter a few throughout the game where... Rather than fodder enemies, there's like, oh, this is another hunter like me who has a similar weapon and the same kind of abilities. And you run into a lot of them. So it's it's tough, but I mean, it's it's Bloodborne, so... Speaking of Bloodborne and Dark Souls, those were both on sale this week. Or they are they're both getting like big uh, price cuts on them. Well, it only lasted bucks. a little bit. I no. tweeted it out from mm. the Laser Time account, which is at Laser Time Show. I I feel like we don't say that enough. You we should totally, don't. You should totally follow at Laser Time Show. I was tweeting all the deals. Bloodborne was briefly twenty dollars on Amazon. It might get back down there again, and so was the Dark Souls Two Next Gen. Seems like a logical Black Friday deal. Totally. So or I actually mean, Cyber Monday. And I did. Yeah. And I did yeah. want to Come just. On. I think it's. Yeah, man. Is Bloodborne the best console exclusive? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's this very year? subjective, but yeah. I mean, for me, yeah, like it's the exact kind of game I'm into. And... I mean, it's like. Uh, I mean, Rise of the Tomb Raider is really good, but mm-hmm. it's not all that different from mm-hmm. Tomb Raider 2013. So, mm-hmm. Bloodborne is kind of the more approachable Blood. Uh, Dark Souls, Dark Souls, Dark Souls. I still feel Dark Souls 2 is an easier game to get into, ah. but uh, I mean, Bloodborne is not easier either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know, whatever. Well, and then there's also what hey, the only other things like what Halo Five and uh, Until Dawn and um, wait, oh yeah, uh, nice. the Nathan Drake collection. But it's mm-hmm. just it's just such a different. I don't know that, that genre. Very whatever genre that is isn't well represented, mm-hmm. and that's that it's only on one system. Yeah, it's a very unique experience because even if you know Souls, like Scholar of the First Sin is on is on Xbox One as well, mm-hmm. um, but Bloodborne is pretty different. In the way you approach kind of every I enemy. I liked it more than my experience with the Souls games. Maybe that's because it's the third iteration of whatever the fuck that yeah. genre is. Does yeah. it have a name? It has to have a name, right? Wait, um, guys, have we already forgotten Mario Tennis Ultra Smash? <laughs> <laughs> I think that came out last that Friday. That was last Friday. Yeah, yeah we should, boy, that should have already been talked woo! about. Not a good game. Yeah. I mean, not based on the reviews, no. It's how been do you weird. mess up tennis? I, how well, does that happen? The reviews seem to have the same problem I had with the 3DS game, which was just like... It's just not enough. It's like, here's Mario Tennis. Did you add a story yeah. mode or a campaign or a lot of new modes or yeah. a long sequence to unlock stuff? No, none of that stuff. It's just Mario Tennis. It looks I, prettier, doesn't it? I mean, I read a yeah, couple reviews. I agree, rev- it does, yeah. but... I read a couple reviews. Mm-hmm. I haven't played it, mind you, but mm-hmm. I've read a couple reviews that said that, like, they screw up some of, like, the basic things about tennis. Like, you'll grow to be, like, three times your size. Sure. And then, like, mid-swing, shrink down and miss because you you shrunk. You can't, it's like, in, in some ways you can't have power-ups that, like, that, yeah. that fuck up your game like that. So Yeah, this is the first time they've had real 
power-ups like that, like sizing power-ups. This feels like a first for the series. That's too bad because I am a huge uh, Mario Tennis fan. I put (laughs) hundreds of hours, hundreds of hours into Game Boy, Game Boy Color, uh, Game Boy Advance, and the N64 and GameCube ones. Like, mm-hmm. I played them so much. Uh, and I reviewed the Mario 3DS one, mm-hmm. the tennis one. Mm-hmm. I only played the yeah. N64 tennis, and I loved it. But uh, but you didn't swear, if you uh, played Luigi the Game Boy game one, you did, GBC, GBA games. You played the GBC one, you could have transferred over your characters from that into... A little late, a little late for that. The GBC Golf is where it's at. So. Mm-hmm. Ah, well, you can read all about those on the top seven I wrote last week Ooh. about Mario sports games. Mm-hmm. Is that on LazerTimePodcast.com? There's a bunch of other articles about the 10th anniversary of the 360. Yeah, hey, we should. This is a really good place to mention that. It really feels like there's a substitute teacher and we're taking advantage. Michael never would have allowed (laughs) it. We talked about it last week when Waters was on. Because we we talked about the 10th anniversary of the 360. By the way, his book is out now, I believe. Yeah, Um, the Bucket List, correct? Yeah, 50 Bucket List Games. Uh, by good. C the CW, he Man, loves I, being called that. I'd love to have a. I, I I should write a book. It's pretty easy, right? But I just I like. I am I'm jealous of the people who have the ability to say like, well, and I have a book. You mean yeah? I could always. It's just it's an easy just go to like plug like yeah. I do all these other things. I also yeah, just have this book. You can buy it. Give Waters, me five dollars. Waters' buy book. book is real. Yes. It's it's real. There's a publisher involved. Hey, I can mm. self-publish on Amazon any day. I can mm. write poop eighty times in a book. I. So. Just self-publish a book while you were talking. <laughs> so that's why it's not real. But <laughs> Is that a euphemism? What? You just self-published? I did. Oh, yeah. I did. I self-published four times today. You, you took out some vertebrae so in your back and now you're self-publishing. <laughs> you know what else came out this week? Like I did. Marilyn Manson. Uh, Beyond Two Souls, as we mentioned before. It did? It's did on it? PS4. How much? It's digital only. I don't know. 30 I'm buckaroonies. Sorry. That's not or bad. 40. That's <laughs> I think it's 30 or 40. It's a it's short experience. They just dumped it like this, though, mm-hmm. too. That One, not in a box. Two, just on. like, hey, uh, one week warning, here, just fucking get it. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my conspiracy senses mm-hmm. tingled over this just because I knew that, um, one, Ellen Page is not happy about that game. Like, she was super, really? there she was, was talk. She, she was angry about, uh, well, Last she was of angry Rikes? about Ellie looking just yeah. like her, but it wasn't just that. It was that she has very strict no nudity clause in her contract. And when oh, she signed yeah. over her digital likeness to the game, that was one of the deals, and they didn't, they make there's her character has a nude scene in the game, but it's PG thirteen cutting around stuff. Mm-hmm. But then somebody <laughs> obviously broke into the game mm-hmm. and moved the camera around, and that's when she found out that the character model made by the designers had nipples on it, and she was not happy. I mean, she at was all like, "How did they know what my nipples look like?" Yes. She she wasn't happy no. at all. Why about weren't they? Stuff. It was promised they'd be polygonal models of Crash Bandicoot <laughs> over my nipples. Yeah, I. Well, <laughs> I don't get it, but but anyway, yeah, it was. So I don't. Get I, I think maybe These she boobs. maybe because she got mad at them. They were like, we can't advertise this the same, or we, we can't use her likeness in ads for it, or something. And yes. yeah. who knows? Can't see them not advertising. But I also see it's they didn't advertise it much when it came out. Not a ton, no. Which you think is strange, having a film starring movie mm-hmm. stars, a big like, exclusive, all that. That yeah. picture of her and Willem Dafoe next to what's his name, Dick Cave and Cage, Cage. <laughs> one of the best pictures. Yeah, ever. That's great. I was actually at a panel at Comic Con with uh, not Willem Dafoe because he had not been revealed yet, but mm-hmm. uh, with Ellen Page and David Cage, and also Dwayne Wade, who's in the film. Is her, uh, is All her three of them, the, yeah. his names together, and he was the Page Cage black Wade. man <laughs> who tra- who watches Page over Cage her and, uh, and raises her. But yeah, he's. Uh, and on at that panel, Ellen Page is like, I partially am in this movie, I'm in this game because nobody makes movies with women in it anymore. Like, <laughs> she's 
He's like, I cannot, I can have oh. garbage parts in movies, or right. I can go to a video. It's not that. It's that nobody makes movies without Iron Man anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's now or, that she, or a minion. Pepper Potts will get a couple minutes inside the scene. <laughs> well, now that she's come out, she can just be like, eh, I can just be a dyke in every movie now. All <laughs> right, I can say it. I'm gay. <laughs> I uh, please give me permission, mm. my lesbian sisters. My retort to that is boogers and cum. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Also out this week is Minecraft Story Mode Episode Three. Last I, place you we look. missed the second episode. Three? It's insane. This what? is so, this it's is the least telltale teams. telltale game ever. First game came out on October thirteenth. Yeah. It's been one month and one week, and they've already put out two more the episodes. Game of Thrones took a year to wrap up. It did. It, that one just came out. I think last week, yeah. yes. the final Game of Thrones episode took a year. It started yeah. December last year, a little under a year, eleven it's, months. But, Almost like this is a formula, and it's and easy to do. Yeah, and the mm. graphics are not impressive at all. And, Intentionally not impressive. But the fucking voice... I wish I... I we, we streamed the first episode. It felt like millennials were talking. I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> but it seemed like everyone was saying something very charming and The other one funny. refused to listen to Patton Oswald. I'm sorry. I've been trained... I've been trained to choose the female character <laughs> when you have the choice, because for some reason, like, it's always... You know, like with Mass Effect, better mm-hmm. voice actor for the for the female character, and mm-hmm. yeah, I made a bad move there. Bad uh, move, Dick. They've added like Corey Feldman's in the new episode, John Hodgman. Uh, wow. In addition to people from the first episode, Brian Posehn, P.W. Paul Rubens, P.B. P.P. Poo Poo. Yeah. Doo doo. So uh, before the next episode, expect the next two uh, Telltale episodes of this game to come out. <laughs> and uh, for me to not have an opinion on it because I really wish I could play more of this, but mm-hmm. I just don't know anything that's going on. I don't know the terms. I don't know. I'm I'm 33 years old. I don't know. I'm sorry. They don't. They didn't. They never made it for us. Yeah. No. Uh, there's also WRC Five World Rally Championship Five, rally. the rally okay. game, which had been out for a little while beforehand in the UK. Now we're getting in during the busiest week of the year. And also, let's sing a game nobody <laughs> should buy. I think. Why did we did we have this discussion somewhere? That was on bonus time. Yeah. All right. Mm. But hey, they're not the, the the statistics show. Not all the mm. even if every person who is a patron could who listens to bonus time could it, listen right. to this. Mm-hmm. Sit one. That's one out of every seven or mm-hmm. eight. Got it. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, that does it for the new oh releases. God. I think it I, really I, is I, it. I feel yeah, bad. I can't believe. There are games actually coming out next week because usually December's a fucking yeah. ghost town. Well, I think uh, our friends at Ubisoft have kind of shown that you can do like a first day, like you can do a first week of December and have it be successful. That's that's kind of around when like Far Cry Four came out. It wasn't mm-hmm. so successful when they did it with um, uh, Prince of Persia two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. But I always remember uh, Spirit Tracks was a December game, and somehow the Saboteur sticks out of my mind oh, as yeah. that wow. first week yes. of December. Of master, whatever year that was. Uh, 10, 2010? Oh, I'm going to say 2005. Well, um, definitely not. But now you don't have the new sting, do you? No, well, actually, I, I have a, uh, an exclusive clip from uh, Let's Ooh. Sing. Would you guys like to hear it? I'd love it. Can I pass? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they, I can't believe they licensed the yeah. GBA version. <laughs> it's so good. It's a uh, simultaneous release. Okay. Xbox One, PS4, and GBA. This is a Jennifer Lopez song. You know it. Yeah. 
In quotes. So anyway, is this the news section? All right, yes. So uh, news. I am not turning off that song. So uh, we're gonna, I had a news story that, that is on this list that I thought was wait. Hold awesome. on, news theme played over American Idol. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> wow. That was Man, perfect. That was wonderful. I think Michael will really appreciate that. <laughs> okay, um, I just, I saw, did, nobody here played Noby Noby Boy, right? Ah, uh, uh, but I did I see wanted this news. That was, Kalen did. I, I played a little of it, but like I did, it, it had one of those, I don't know. Think that's something that may, maybe made more sense in the next gen when everybody was online. That the mm-hmm. progress you made in the game would be represented by no big girl reaching out into yeah. space. Yeah. And like they reached the end of of our solar system this week what? after like seven years. Wow. It reached Pluto and its next destination is the sun. And I don't know from math. That's backwards. Uh, no, it comes out from Earth and then reaches out to all the other planets and unlocks new things. But after seven it's years. It's like giving a reach around to the universe. Yeah, yes. but to go to Pluto and then, oh, back to the sun. like. Oh, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, I don't, I don't know how that works, but I know that that's going to take a lot longer. And it's just one of the things that made me think about, like, how, I, I'm actually surprised that aspect of PSN is still up. And yeah. everybody left it yeah. alone. And that is straight. Or that Namco bothered to mm-hmm. keep it up to, especially when like I thought they the guy who made it quit a while ago. <laughs> no, I don't think it was Namco who really said no, it. No, it was. Nobody knew it was Namco. I always they looked... shut down the beautiful Katamari and multiplayer. <laughs> I always love the uh, like the highlight when you go over Nobi Nobi Boy. Mm-hmm. The be- the wallpaper that takes over oh, yeah. is this huge bowl of like ramen. <laughs> uh, it's so good. I too have not have barely played that game, but own it and sometimes scroll by. Yeah, it. it's Aww. one of the most proudly Japanese games in the history uh, of the universe. You know what? I bet helped it that it was also on the iOS as oh. of the t- as of 2010. Ah. But yeah, Namco Bandai. That game does not work on iOS anymore. Designed by Keita Takashi. And it's Takashi. so long that I believe Pluto was classified as a planet at the time. <laughs> sure. Yes, yeah. it's true. Most of the planets then. What's that new thing he's working on? I feel like I've seen like eight trailers for it or something. Like, Isn't it know. a slide? No, it's it's a real thing. It's a it's a real work. I've seen it at Watam. That's the name of it, Watam. Oh yeah, that was at a, it's the a PS4 recent, thing. Yeah, it was on um the indie thing that was last month. Oh, what? You know, uh, no, no, wait, wait, wait. Day uh, the oh, the Day the Dead. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you guys did you meet memory. Keita Takashi? No, I don't think he was there. Mm. Plus, I saw that and I thought the game was out, so I was like, mm, "Not going to play that." <laughs> well, it's hard to tell because it's been advertised for so long. You're like, "Is this out now?" Like, all right. All right so... But in my new and the news yeah. I got, mm-hmm. first off, Billy Mitchell failed at <laughs> suing a cartoon show. What a wonderful villain <laughs> we have in this little industry, yes. Billy Mitchell. What a fucking asshole. So Billy Mitchell first was he was famous as the guy who got the perfect. Pac-Man score. He was the villain. Of and King then he Kong. was. Yes. He was the villain. He's the worst. King Kong. He is a total like he's he's a Kill barbecue coming up. Kill uh, screen coming up. Uh, that's one of his Kill minion sayings. Coming up. Coming up. I loved his saying of like you can lose your luggage but don't lose this envelope. All right. Uh, but Thick. I also I Thick. own some of his barbecue sauce. I've not used it yet, but I, I bought some of that. No, it's hot sauce. Sorry, <laughs> own some of his hot sauce. I bought it I was at. Gonna say um, barbecue sauce. One of the four things you'll eat. I bought it at Calixtream. <laughs> All right. <coughs> I'm out have you of had, have you had Jr's barbecue sauce? Can I you sure do have. Will you be able to do a comparison? Uh, yeah, happen? I guess I could. Well, I'm not. You into should hot do. Sauce, you should, you but, should oh, do right. an article on ranking celebrity barbecue sauce. Celebrity yeah, sauce. So, well, just celebrity sauce. Got to have like eight. 
Who? Guy Fieri. I mean, oh, yeah. I guess he's not a celebrity. The top seven celebrity sauce. Football the sauce. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so Billy Mitchell then saw on the show, the regular, the regular show, show, they had a cartoon that took place, I believe, in an arcade of some sort, and then there was a giant head dude who was a jerk. Who the was GPB this? Garrett Parker? Or something. Yes, it was not Billy Mitchell, but looked exactly like him. Garrett it was Bobby Ferguson. But here, here's the thing: I'll give Billy Mitchell. It was supposed to be Billy Mitchell. Yes, it is mocking him. <laughs> but in America, you can't sue over a parody. Like that is the thing. Well, like, I, just, I, I read. I I actually follow this story just to read more of it, mm-hmm. and just that like the judge is like, "You're not from outer space, yeah. and you don't explode. <laughs> We're throwing this out of court." <laughs> I, I've always heard that, like, with parody things, one of the deals is that you can... You make up a person, but if you say they have a small penis, mm-hmm. then they can't sue you because they have... To, or they'd have to prove... GBF, that's what it is. They have to prove they have a tiny penis, the like the character, <laughs> which is a crazy... Like, that... I feel like that wouldn't fly in a, in a courthouse. But he, play, he plays a, a godlike score, uh, high score holder. Yeah. Who beats? It's oh my exactly god! I forgot their him. names. Mordecai yeah. and Rigby. Rigby. Um, yeah. I do like the regular. Show. Uh, and speaking of bad things in video games, there was Afro Samurai Two, which came out a couple we uh, about a month ago. This is so confusing. And nobody cared about it, and it got awful reviews. And then the developers of it were just like, "We're delisting it." Huh. It was really? just taken off Steam and PSN. It was a PS4 game and a PC game. And it was chapter one. They were going to do more chapters, oh and they God. just took it done. They're like, they called it "quote a failure." Like, yep, this That's, is just. Is that new? The audience is, is that, told that happened us with Jim and the Holograms last week too, where the like one yeah. of the first movies ever theaters. delisted from theaters. Yeah. That's so weird. Like, you don't. I don't think it costs money to just keep the game I think, there. I think like once I think it's it on might. once it's on well, the storefront, it's there. I saw there was like a, I think it was on Gamasutra. Like the developer actually wrote a thing like we don't want to damage our reputation. Yeah, we want to refund everyone who bought this because yep. we don't think it was up to the, the standards that we hold well, for ourselves. They should have caught that before it went out the door. <laughs> yeah, like, you know how it goes. Like the, the checks well, were signed. They probably didn't come up with the idea to right, develop after Samurai Two. When that happens, it's like. You just like leave it up, and it'll eventually sell something over the next twelve True. months. Like well, not, with, a, Steam not with the new Steam then, model, not yeah. with the instant refund, because I don't know how that works. Oh, because yeah. when you get an instant refund on Steam, which is I, did we, I, I'm assuming we talked about that. Yeah, like you get no questions asked if you played less than two hours of the game, mm. you can get a refund for any reason. Mm. Uh, and and I don't know if Steam still takes its cut, mm. and yeah, it's somewhere in there. But yeah, that he says like uh, across the board, we're putting out an apology, saying sorry about this. That's uh, nice. Been a long process to figure out because Sony has never really had to do this in this way before. But we're returning all the money, like so. It's also wow. just been very complicated for them to even give money back to people through PSN, and they're not putting out volumes. There was volumes <laughs> two and three planned for Afro Samurai. Ah, taking the Sonic Four route. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, hey, rem- we did to the second episode of. Yeah, uh, remember Sonic when 4. they kind of like just like no, there is a second episode. Yeah, so there were like, there were like excited, two two right? shitty Sonic games in between that. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, sorry. Generations was the good one. Oh, also, Steve Jobs is also pulled from like a, a ton of theaters around the same time as Jim. Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's oh, that yeah. was supposed to be the good one too. Yeah, with, by Aaron Super. Sorkin. I've also heard from reviews that like the uh, that Eddie Redmayne Danish girl movie is not that good either. Mm-hmm. Like, so maybe Creed is going to sweep the Oscars and yeah. Stallone will finally get his <laughs> get his gold man this year. Uh, um, I wish I had the energy to go on a Aaron Sorkin rant on this show because. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm hosting this one episode, I feel like I should derail the conversation talking about how bad Newsroom is. 
And how fucking sanctimonious. That was all Hank, by the way. Well, speaking of HBO television shows, (laughs) Telltale announced that Game of Thrones is getting a second season. Obviously, of course, they they, they, if they could keep working with HBO, they would. I think that I've only played that game in like in like four hour bursts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I really like it, and it takes it's taking place in uh, the part of the show that I really like. I, I didn't like, I didn't dislike the last season. Mm. I hate the fourth book. Mm. I, I stopped reading it altogether. That's when he like unkills like eight people or something. It's just right? the worst. It and, is and so seriously, bad. If you think Jon Snow's dead, people, I got a bridge in Brooklyn to sell you. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, oh, and... so I think we're still supposed to get this year mm-hmm. uh, from Telltale. There's a three-episode Michonne-focused yes. Walking Dead series. They said it was going to start this year, so they, well, when they, they might released, do it. Was it 500 days, 400 days? 400 days, yeah. That was I around think, this time. Yeah. Um, so could maybe it could still come out. I, I remember that news story that they had a Marvel game coming, and it's like, mm-hmm. it, in 2016, they announced that 18 months ago. Yes. Like, that's forever! Oh God, that's thirty days. My life, my life. <laughs> so I mean, we're gonna get the next I two. Ep- nothing yeah. but wait. We're gonna get the next two episodes of Minecraft next week, mm-hmm. and that leaves like four more weeks this year for them to totally start the Walking Dead game. Well, speaking of waiting a long time, I have been waiting a long time for a new Valkyria Chronicles game, <laughs> and it has crap. happened. It is. It is upon us. I think it was because Valkyria Chronicles sold so well on Steam. They finally. Realize, like, oh, there is still demand for this thing. Mm-hmm. So, first off, Valkyrie Chronicles the Original is getting a PS4 port, which I can't imagine not coming to America since they've already localized yeah. it. Yeah. And then they announced Valkyria Azure Revolution, yeah. which. Come uh, Azure. Oh, sorry. And so it's apparently a more RPG no. style story and it's in its own universe. It's not uh it's not directly connected to the previous Valk games. The only thing that was a downer about the trailer, which I, I put on the site as well on lasertimepodcast.com, but the only downer about the trailer was once they introduced in this teaser the what I'm assuming is their enemy goddess type person they're fighting, she has like ginormous boobs. Yeah. I'm like, can this... Is this every Japanese game now that they all... Because the Valkyrie Chronicles 1 did not have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are not many times where I say, look at the size of those knockers, but I just pulled, <laughs> I just pulled up the, uh, yes! the Polygon story, the YouTube clip embedded at the top. Look at the size the, of those the, the knockers. Image that, yeah, the, the image Sega chose mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's front and center. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I never played the PSP one, but... <laughs> it's all right. I mean, the first one's the best. Yeah, PS3 oh, one was Look great. at that. Denied. Oh, that's, that's, <laughs> they changed it. It's too big <laughs> of a button. Yeah. Uh, and then lastly, the, of the stuff I rounded up was mm-hmm. that people realized via the Star Wars Battlefront bonus mm-hmm. games that Sony just, without announcing it, were like, oh, yeah, we can just we We have the software. We invented the software to... Uh, emulate and PS2 you all games. have it. Yeah, and everyone has it. <laughs> and you Came all have PS2 emulation. So yeah, they eventually they're going to sell those games. But I do think it's a weird. I wonder if they're in this weird situation where, you know, they sold all those PS2 games on PS3, mm-hmm. but I'm betting they didn't give the publishers the option of like, oh, and if you sell them here, they can play them on the PS4. But that's why it doesn't matter. But so well, because no. they're, they're not buying them again. If it, if the guts included. 
play in guess, an old game. I, I can see Japanese publishers not being happy that, like, sure they they, we can't sell this again. But I want to sell them Persona well, 4 any, again. Well, a lot of those catalog things, though, are all first are largely first-party driven. I know, but so, like, I want to play Persona 3 Fez on my PS4. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, Sony could easily be like, we're enabling disc-level emulation. Mm-hmm. If you put the disc in, it'll read it and yeah, know it. Like, I and that's, could, and that's yes. that. Like, that's just the feature for the hardware. Um, but like the the emulation they have like it it has a new startup screen <laughs> it has fake a fake memory card built right. into the system it mm-hmm. has all that stuff yeah mm-hmm. this, it includes the original like PlayStation Two introduction that's that's people weren't sure like because those games had, those bonus games didn't come out till real late and I think it was like Eurogamer that had to break it like mm-hmm. no no this is not a this is not a I'm not downloading this this is an emulated version. Of yeah. a PlayStation 2, and I think it, all of your PS4s have a PS2 emulator on them right now. Mm-hmm. And they didn't tell anybody. I don't, again, I don't think this is huge news. I think this will be entertaining for like a week mm-hmm. for everybody. Right. And, and, and occasionally you'll have a reason to do it, but like as far it was huge news when Xbox One had 360 yeah. compatibility. This kind of blows <laughs> out of the water, especially oh, if you yeah. still I mean, have a PS2. Potentially, if, potentially, if Sony yes. like squares away the contracts and is able to do like disc level emulation where you put the disc in, you play the game. Yeah. Like that's your whole library becomes yeah. your PS2 library, which it, if you didn't fucking trade anything in, and you shouldn't, mm-hmm. um, you would have gotten four dollars a disc yeah. or something uh, less than that. And I mean, they you, would, you know from experience, if yeah. they literally let you play any disc you put in there, which I mean, again, is like a it's they would, a they very would, tall order. They would have to rein that list in pretty hard. I don't think the PlayStation I games will work. Right. Uh, <laughs> well, they'll probably they'll probably do uh, like here's a hundred games that matter. And yeah. That's it. But, it, but PS2 emulation is not an easy thing. No. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, the question we do is, it all the time. The question <laughs> is if it's like uh, if it's that disc level or if it's the you know equivalent of PS One classics returning because there are some PS Two classics on PS Three, yeah. yeah, not very many, yeah. but they like they, those, they did okay. do it. So it's more like are they going to move that service over? I still think it's lame. Know. Like PS One classics aren't on the PS Four yet. Tell like, me about that it. Is so uh, so very I spent, strange. I spent a uh, most the better part of a year and a half getting to like constantly grease the Mega Man Legends <laughs> wheels <laughs> and it can still only be PS3 because there's no uh, there's no equivalent on PS4 so and that's a nice so insight this there. whole thing was like brought to the public eye because a trio of kind of not super memorable Star Wars PS2 games were emulatable <laughs> Star yeah. uh, Star Wars Racer Revenge Star Wars that Bounty Hunter that one's not bad Star Wars Jedi Starfighter which I guess is like is that like the um, GameCube game no, it was no. an Xbox game. I mean, it was. I mean, it was that generation. Which okay. Was, it was much hyped. I think kind of went out with a whimper, as far mm-hmm. as I can. It was I remember. kind of following up on Rogue Squadron. You're like, oh, it's going to be like that. It, yeah. just, it wasn't as good. Okay. Uh, and it, it's just those are so. I don't know. Like, I, I'm playing a lot more Battlefront, and I think I kind of poo pooed it a little more than I wanted to last week because I am having fun with Battlefront. Yeah. But Race, it, Race it, Revenge is not bad. Battlefront is like let's say one in the top two Star Wars games mm-hmm. ever made because mm-hmm. there's so many terrible ones. Uh, yeah, there was also uh, okay. So the band Breaking mm, Benjamin. Yeah. Band I didn't Breaking know that was Benjamin. that was his tweet. Well, or so Instagram. the bands. Yeah, so first there was the band's tweet, which mm-hmm. clearly seemed to be a paid promotional tweet about how awesome Battlefront Two is. Yeah. Like Anna Kendrick had ready, the same. You. Yeah, Anna Kendrick had the same thing. It's it's. I mean, I'm not even saying it's like an insidious thing. Lots. And lots of brands pay for promoted tweets. Yeah. It depends on your favorite celebrities to identify them as promoted or not. Uh, but so Breaking Benjamin first did that. Then 
like not long after the lead singer Breaking Benjamin on his, his Twitter is, account, I found out as Benjamin <laughs> on his Twitter account shows a broken copy of the Xbox One Battlefront game. And he says, uh, they wanted to pay me to post that I like this piece of shit game. Uh, they, they wanted, I think they already did. They can shove it up their ass. This game sucks. I'd rather watch the god-awful prequels than play this piece of shit one more second. That's for ruining Star Wars EA smiley face. What, what happened? Wow. What? He really is hates it, Battlefront. The only people like, people yeah, the problem hate, is he's playing on Xbox One. Hate the games because it's light on content and because of DLC. Like, the content that is there is fine. Oh, it's more than fine. It's a real fun time. But yeah, that his his reaction to it though is so. Also, he doesn't seem to realize. Like, I think the check has been cashed. I think Breaking Benjamin got paid for it. But well, his disc is worth about the exact same amount of uh, songs of Breaking Benjamin mm-hmm. I can name. Mm-hmm. So, well, I don't know if you saw that disc. It's going to need a lot of game doctoring. <laughs> it's, but I. Maybe he's looking for to make a promising career to reviewing games by breaking them. But, uh, well, but no, he like, hey, yeah. Breaking Look, he's Benj- just living up to the Breaking Benjamin exactly. band. If the Breaking Brand. Benjamin YouTube page was just him breaking game discs, that'd be. I think he'd get at least uh, ten thousand followers. Yeah. Well, actually, EA official sent out their official response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Y'all be haters, don't hate my game. <laughs> uh, that got me. That got me. Uh, they also revealed the games with Gould. For Elliot Gould's choice uh, yeah, of games. Dana Gould comes and plays games <laughs> with you. Uh, no, the Xbox games with gold for December. For the beginning of December on Xbox One, you can download The Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing. Never heard of it. What? And the second half of December, you get to you can download Thief, the which the which was a Thief, game which was okay. I was totally gonna get at some point for ten dollars, <laughs> but now I'm not. But also, the 360 games Blue. are important because they will all be backwards oh, yeah. compatible. Yeah, so like every they said, uh, Xbox or Microsoft said every Xbox 360 game that's added to Games with Gold will be free from they, November onward. None of the previous yeah, ones. Yeah, so this is Castle Storm, Sacred Three, mm-hmm. and Operation mm-hmm. Flashpoint: Dragon Rising. Eh, so yeah, yeah, some games they're free. Yeah. Let's move on to the question of the week from last week. Question of the week. That's the new song. Uh, Which game is most emblematic of the Xbox 360 or its generation? Put it another way, when you think Xbox 360, what game pops in your head first? I didn't answer this, but I'm going to say... Actually, you start because... Well, you know, I definitely played a whole lot of... I played a whole lot of Gears and for Halo and uh, and Dead Rising, but for me, it is Super Meat Boy. The uh, it was a Microsoft published game, though people were playing on PC at the same time. But I just played the hell out of it, like over and over and over and over again. Not just for review, though. Like I just I love that game so much. If it hadn't come out the same year as Mario Galaxy mm. Two, it would have been my game of the year for 2010. I loved. Loved Super Meat Boy, and uh, I played it all the time on my 360. So I'm going to say Geometry Wars uh, Retro Evolved. Uh, mm. I made sure I campaigned to put it on the 10 best Xbox exclusives list, even though it came mm. in on the original Xbox via Project Gotham. But I just thought it it kickstarted the idea that people can buy downloadable games on a console. Like, that kind of was not a thing before. It was... Mm-hmm. There was Xbox Live Arcade on the original Xbox, but nobody gave a crap about it. Mm-hmm. But this game came out at launch. It was five bucks. Mm-hmm. And it was just so so addicting that 
it was such a great like it was easy a joke buy that it was the best game on the system it for was. like a year. I bought eight games at launch for the Xbox 360. Oh, what a I worked at GameStop and I had a lot of games I wanted to trade in, <laughs> uh, and I bought a lot of crap like Tony Hawk's American Wasteland Oof. and uh, Quake Four. Man, like literally yeah. anything that seemed like somewhat enjoyable. I won't hear anyone or, disparaging yeah. Gun. I, I did buy that too, but I, I I didn't feel as bad about it. But nah, it's not I, that bad. But literally, the only thing I played for the first two months was Geometry Wars Retro Evolved. Mm-hmm. It's hexic. So well, uh, the first responder to the question of the week who made the page on the forums was Little Deuce Deuce, who said. Deuce Deuce. This probably isn't what most people associate with the 360, but I personally think of Viva Pinata because it was the first 360 exclusive I saw. I have no idea if the game holds up now, but at the time it seemed shiny and new. My wife was huge into Viva P when we <laughs> first started dating, so I still have a lot of nostalgic memories of hanging out and experiencing it together. Oh, it's like my exact same experience I had. Aww. Pick it up, pick it up. It's I think Viva Vignana is technically less than a dollar with a rare replay. Oh, by the way, we got a. I like the idea of like playing that game with someone you're dating and like when they're meeting, being like, "That's us later." <laughs> we got we got an at reply from uh, I got an at reply from Mikko Rapara saying, "Remember, you have a whole other show on which to talk about wrestling." <laughs> so, uh, so I hope I he's happy to... that you're the so, only one who Smackdown brought up vs. Raw 2008 was a great Xbox 360 game. Yeah. It was the last the game next... with Chris Benoit. It's the mention in the next really? the next response. Holy shit! I was uh, Tranquil Bez says for me it's the fall of 2000 in general. Games such as Halo 3, Rock Band, Guitar Hero 3, Assassin's Creed, Modern Warfare, Lego Star Wars, The Complete Saga, Tomb Raider Anniversary, The Orange Box, uh, Mass Effect, The Simpsons game, and Smackdown vs. Raw 2008. All symbolize a time in my life when I was really grabbed by the next-gen gaming. Uh, some of these games were a start of a series that defined a console generation. Others were just bad versions in an outstanding series. I'm looking at you, SmackDown vs. Raw 2008. Uh, these games, along with Uncharted and Super Mario Galaxy, are, are and will always be a gateway uh, into that generation and beyond. Correction, uh, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 was the last one with Chris Benoit. Ah. So look for that Pre-order canceled. future shit show candidate right there. Mem Insane Reigns wrote, The game I associate most with the 360, as well as that generation, would be Bioshock, the game I bought the 364 when it first came out. It showed the world that games as a whole can be mature and adult with series stories and set pieces that made you react emotionally and made you think about what was really happening. That idea also seemed to have resonated throughout other games such as Mass Effect, Red Dead Redemption, and The Last of Us. And also, SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, the last game with Chris Benoit in it. I don't know why I, he wrote that part. I think, that I, I think they resonated, not uh-huh. resignated. Uh, but Chester Chivo said, Dead Space is probably the first game that comes to mind when I think of the 360. The presentation, the gore, and the over-the-shoulder third-person shooting, all things that make me think of 2005 to 2012. The sequels also made me think of the 360 generation, Needless multiplayer, microtransactions, extending an idea way past the time it should be done. Poor Dead Space. I love I love Dead Space 1. I really like Dead Space 2. Dead Space 3, uh, you know, has some good parts. It's, um, I'm glad it didn't happen to Mirror's Edge. But yeah. <laughs> it's a beautiful example of something uh, wonderful born into a giant corporation. Like, mm. let's see how much we can ruin this. <laughs> Curious Quail said, maybe it's my sad devotion to Sakaguchi 
But Blue Dragon was a pretty awesome experience. It wasn't a must-get the 360 for this game title, but I'm really glad I picked it up. Plus, that Uematsu soundtrack is tasty as fit. I went back and looked at that specifically for the 10th anniversary, yeah. and like, I, yeah, I wish I would have fucking played more of this. Blue Dragon had it's a nice so soundtrack. Weird. It was so... Well, it was really weird. As a, as a Dragon Quest fan, mm-hmm. it's so weird to look back on that that, like... Microsoft just gave millions and millions of dollars to Sakaguchi saying, make us a Final Fantasy and make us a Dragon Quest. And they put so much marketing muscle behind it, but neither could do it. And Blue Dragon is such a Dragon Quest that they even hired Akira Toriyama to do the character designs. Like, Tobal number they one? Look, they look really weird, by it the way. Looks, like, it all looks very Especially strange. in the cutscenes. Yeah. Um, and it didn't work. The 360 did not sell in Japan. The Stabby Joe says the first game I got for the system was the first Dead Rising. At the time, I didn't necessarily want better graphics, but more, but rather more graphics. And the yeah. ocean of zombies that came could produce uh, the game could produce was the best uh, early example of this. One of the reasons I switched from Sony from I switched from Sony to Microsoft that generation. Now I'm back at back to Sony. However, that makes all of us ever remember. <laughs> Uh, I'm Alive OMG said there are many games that have been incredibly influential that I've played on the 360 but the game that is forever tied to the with the system in my brain is Hexic HD <laughs> for the first week of owning my shiny new toy I had nothing to, to play while waiting for Ace Combat 6 and Lost Odyssey to come in the come in the mail it was simple yet hugely deep game that somehow managed to capture the elegance of watching a new system crawl into the spotlight being a free preload it was and still is my go-to while waiting for downloads to finish in or any other small wait type 40 comics said i actually won an xbox 360 in a raffle at my local game store when i picked it up the owner asked if i wanted to buy a game but i was a broke 19 year old and had to decline i felt shitty about it afterwards my (laughs) grandmother lent me the money to rent a game uh that game is the first game i think of when i think of the 360 that game is condemned criminal origins it was the first next gen game i ever played on 360 and i remember really enjoying it and being a bit creeped out by it years later i won a wii u from gamestop through one of those surveys so that means i will win a ps4 10 years from now right (laughs) or an xbox one hold your box for an xbox (laughs) don't pee on yourself for an xbox uh ravenbaum says uh people have all given great answers but to me you would have to say symphony of the night uh, it wasn't a system exclusive, but I had never played it before it was re-released. In fact, I was kind of done with games until I remember hearing when the 360 was fresh and knew that the Re- Nintendo Revolution uh, would have a virtual console that played the classic library. It was a groundbreaking idea, so much so that soon after Konami released a statement that Cold Classic Symphony of the Night would be re-released on Xbox Live. Uh, it's one of the things that got me back into gaming hardcore. Also, there was a part in Symphony of the Night when I turned the wrong way and the enemies weren't so far over my level that it was impossible but I was in a part of the castle that I later found that I shouldn't have been in, and after an hour of dying and reloading, I threw my controller across the room, breaking it on a mirror. Ooh, that's an air. <laughs> right there. Mirror. This is a game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mirror mounted on the door didn't break strangely enough, but the battery casing for the battery sure did. Uh, so looking at the 360 controller, I think of Symphony of the Night and the controller I broke all those years ago. I weirdly have that same kind of connotation between... I have an Xbox 360 controller that mm-hmm. rattles, and it's because of... Yaiba Ninja Gaiden Z. Were you throwing it? Yeah, because I, I was I was frustrated <laughs> with it. I had to like to I had to finish the review for that was an a issue of OXM. No, uh, no, Yaiba. Yaiba. no, no. The Take a Suck, uh, really terrible that... Ninja Gaiden game. Well, I had no idea that was on a console. Yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah, it was bad. It makes it even worse that it was wow, on a PS3 I... and 360. I didn't even know. But yeah, no, I'm like when Cinema of the Night came out, like that was 
I did strangely associate it with the 360 because yeah. it was not a common like I'm trying to put a timeline on it, but like it wasn't. It was one of the early ones. It was like 2007. It, it was very early, six, and yeah. like, was there another version of it other than the PS1 yet? The like, Saturn. There was the Saturn. Well, I mean, that's, no, that's, like no re-release. The same no, no. era, so it doesn't yeah. like any like. Was that the first time like it's yeah. back? Like, was that the I think first it time? Was because the PSP one came later. Yeah, I feel like it was yeah. later. I didn't know. remember that the Xbox has, has wicked stringent uh, oh, restrictions yeah, that, that on it. That was one that like lifted the. It, yeah, it, yeah. it literally yeah. Jackie Robinson like <laughs> a 200 megabyte limits into yes. Xbox Live games which mm-hmm. it, which paved the way for games on demand and like full game downloads. Yeah. yeah. And now there aren't even there aren't Xbox Live arcade games anymore. It's just games. These are games. Yeah, yeah this is a game. It all has Whenever a that logo scores. comes up and we're streaming something I'm like That's that was old. a weird time. <laughs> uh, Ampadin said Dead Rising will always be the 360 game to me. I, I was one of those kids who had a mom that didn't really get video games. So when I asked for a 360 for my birthday, she bought the arcade edition, which doesn't come with a hard disk drive. Uh, so when wow. I got Dead Rising, my first 360 game, I couldn't save it. Oh. I played the opening day for weeks oh. over and over again until I could scrounge up the money for one of those shitty overpriced memory cards. I mentioned that on bonus time. I never, ever, ever, ever use one of those. Well, we, we only did it Radar because one of them had the accounts on yeah, it. Yeah, to move yes. our accounts around. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, I never bought one of those memory cards. And, and weirdly enough, I got the 500 gigabyte PS4 mm-hmm. and Xbone, and within a year, it's like, that was so useless. It was like yeah. having a 20 gig 360. Yeah, I can't put anything on here. Yeah. Uh, Atomizer said, there are millions of people who would answer this question with Halo. And I'm going to do the same. When I think of the 360, I think of Halo 4. Not only was it the most beautiful game I had ever seen on a 360, this was the first game with a multiplayer mode that got ser- that I got seriously wrapped up in. It was the first game I bought a season pass for. It was the first and only Halo game I beat on Legendary. And it was the first game that gave me hand cramps. Many will call it the worst Halo because of its story. Many will call it the worst Halo game because it was not a Bungie product. To me... Halo 4 is emblematic of everything that the 360 was built for. A new world to explore that has stunned many and created a legacy. Oh my god. Uh, Friction321 says, When Gears of War launched back in 06, my entire weekends were spent dragging my 360 and 26-inch HD DVD, mm. HD... See, me, see that Freudian slip? <laughs> HD DVD. HD TV, which was damn heavy, by the way, uh, to and from my friend's house so we can play um, together online. Sure, we could have just played together online, actually, uh, but there was something special about being in the same room together with your two closest friends and yelling expletives at the screen without the recourse of your enemies hearing it. Uh, Of course, when we wanted our opponents to hear our vulgar thoughts, the headsets were always within arm's reach. This is what the Xbox 360 was for me for my last years of high school through the end of college. That was, uh, like, for two, three weeks at Radar, like, that December of 06, like... That was the first time I feel like the whole office was just like, uh, no, we're just going to do two hours of Gears now. Because like, our boss and our boss's boss. The, the hype, big, big boss, British, who couldn't drive, is like, I'm going to miss the last shuttle. Can anybody yeah. give me a ride yeah, yeah. so we're, I can keep playing Gears? Yeah, we're just going to play Gears. And it was like, we just Gears, Gears, Gears. Those hand game. motions you did, Chris, were perfect, too. Like That's exactly how a named oh, boss would, would gesticulate, too. He would want to have a point on those things. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, so this week's question of the week is, in honor of Black Friday and Cyber Monday, mm. what is the best game deal that you ever uh, took advantage of? We may have done this one before, so if 
So please come up with something new that you did this year. I know my answer. Yeah. What is your answer? Because my mother, who right now, my mother, uh, not not to, if you're a bonus time listener, I've been dealing with health insurance the whole time. She sends me an email right after I spend four hours on the phone, and she's like, "How's your health insurance going?" Fuck it. I'm not dealing with it. I'm buying a better bike helmet. Fuck and like I totally forgot writing her the email. I, you know, I wasn't. I was completely sober. It was just a mad. Enough. Obviously, I don't feel that way. I have to handle my health insurance. Mm-hmm. And then I wake up today, and she's she has somehow got her way into Obamacare, reset my password, and is <laughs> and is handling just like she did in 1995, 96 uh, when I wanted a Nintendo 64 so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, she went. She went and looked everywhere for it, and she eventually coaxed a friend who she, she was always in Sears and Sears is somehow like since Sears wasn't the place she would go to for games like mm. she managed to like lock down an N64 for me and wow. then all of a sudden there's a commercial Sega Saturn comes with Virtua Cop Virtua Fighter 2 mm-hmm. and Daytona USA for the same price as Nintendo 64 how much was Mario 64 in addition to the Nintendo 64 60 bucks 60, like not even a demo cart you, would, you right. can't even do anything with a Nintendo 64 yeah. and my parents never spent much money on games and like I have a very adult decision to make mother I appreciate what you did <laughs> and, I, and I I even did I did something cool with it I was like let's give it to Sam my best friend so he got my 64 oh my I got God. a Saturn so I could still go over to his house and his rich parents bought him like every launch right. game uh-huh. and yes we played a ton of both Mario of them uh, Wings and Super Mario 64 by the time Christmas was out I mean yeah. he had Shadows of the Empire yeah, and all Wave that Race mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, then you had nothing Chris in USA and Wayne Gretzky's 3D 79.99 hockey holy times, good times this is a little toughy for me because I, I can't name the specific games, but I'm certain of this, that uh, the one time I ever went to Best Buy for opening of a, uh, the opening of a Black Friday day, and this was this feels like a long time ago because it was like, oh, it only opened at 6 a.m., but I stood in line to get... They were marking down their Game Boy Advance games because they didn't want them anymore. Like, mm-hmm. we don't... We don't need GBA games anymore. The three, the DS is the is the big deal now. And so, I remember going through there and getting like ten dollar, like five dollar, even marked down uh, Game Boy Advance games that were really great, but they were late GBA titles. Like, uh, believe I think I actually bought it as a gift for somebody Advance Wars Two. I already had it, of course. But uh, there was that, and also Drill Dozer. I remember getting Dil- <laughs> Drill Dozer for pretty cheap on there. I think I reviewed that, and I actually just recently sold my. Very good condition box copy of Drill Dozer on eBay. Oh, wow, I have to keep that box in good condition. I don't know because I destroyed GBA, every other box, GBA but not box that one. are like like baby bones. They'll I just know. Break I just sold a Final Fantasy five and six advance, and the person never Ooh. never paid me. Oh, oh no! Cool. Did you dude. Send it to them. Well, do you have a game deal to counter that ripoff? It's hard to think of them. I mean, I've told my story of like I kept every receipt for my Sega stuff, and then on PlayStation them. <laughs> PlayStation launch day was like Babbage's had no return policy and it was like I have all my receipts 300 and something dollars in refunds to get a PlayStation 1 on launch day I told that story before so it reminded me I probably tell this too but for like the feeling of deals was a, uh, a in the early 2000s all the retail mom and pop shops where we were the video stores were just like NES Super NES games mm-hmm. get them out of here <laughs> and we had a friend who like their wife ran one of the was a manager for one of the stores and was like uh, we're gonna sell all these, but if you want to take your first look, we'll just like literally whatever you want. They're all like ten bucks, and Damn. 
for game, and since these were rental games, that means the boxes were just sitting on the shelf for years. So the boxes mm. are in perfect Bizarrely condition. Bizarrely immaculate. Yeah, yeah, and the carts are fine for the most part, but it was like Mega Man 7, Mega Man X3, Dragon Warrior 3, 4, Chip Rescue Rangers 2, like all these games that I'm like, oh, this nice. is... This is I'm gonna pass out, and I'm like trying. There's no texting then. I'm like trying to like I have to find I have to find all my friends. I have to tell everybody. And like we bought so many games that were like I thought I would never even see this, let alone own it. So it was a lot of. I'm picturing every phone call ending with the uh, Simpsons hat uh, air conditioner gift. I forgot all about Blockbuster for doing that because they would always do like buy two get one free on pre-owns and movies, and they just. It wasn't a place where bargain hunters or like game fans went for shopping. Yeah. Well, so because... you just find like this is clone it to, clone for real. Like it's just here, and I can get yeah. it for ten dollars no. in addition to like two South Park DVDs. Yeah, yeah. I've worked at a Blockbuster mm-hmm. when they did that mm-hmm. stuff, and I always was shocked of like this shouldn't be this low. I think I did buy a couple just because I was like, no, people shouldn't get this. But <laughs> the stores we went to, they put the boxes in the back, so like they yeah. were like they were totally but, clean. Well, it was also though that. Uh, that was where the worst theft ever that happened while I worked at Blockbuster, which I did not talk about on this week's um, Laser Time about Black Friday Stories mm-hmm. plug. So they, the store was so cheap, they only had two of us working. And this was in December, busiest day ever. And and it was just two of us, and we all, both had to just be manning the register the entire time because there was just a constant line. And like my coworker actually had a panic attack at one point. <laughs> it was like gone for thirty minutes, Jesus. and then and then got back. And no, and by the way, nobody in line gave a shit that she had a panic attack. They're like, uh, "I need to rent this movie." Excuse <laughs> me. Whoever it was, I know you're having a crisis, but I really want Problem Child too. <laughs> so, who, who, uh, there were some resourceful thieves who noticed that we were a kid, paid no attention to watching the store, yeah. and they went into. But, but obviously, you know, they they've got those things that are supposed to protect it right. on it. But these smart people, whoever they were, found out that you could, like, obviously, it's sealed with a ma- magnetic seal with on the bottom. They did it all the you, time crack the top oh, of those yeah. sealed cases and it was a little a sticker thing that wasn't stuck to anything yeah no 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 they were so they were a clamshell mm-hmm. with screws at the top mm-hmm. and that snaps easy at the top mm-hmm. then you just reach in and take out the disc and then boom you've got a game so then at the end of the day we're like oh here's a game here's another game oh my god these are all open mm-hmm. they all have their games like 30 games were stolen that day. Wow. We, but they get from hiring another person. I agree. We didn't, we didn't get in trouble for it as far as it's I It's too late to feel bad for Blockbuster. Uh, too bad. They're all, they're all occasionally spirit Halloween stores now. So my game deal was uh, when the Dreamcast had just kicked the bucket. Yeah. Uh, they were doing... They, I remember they did buy two, get one free on new games, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Mm-hmm. And all of the Capcom fighting games had dropped to $20. Wow. So for forty dollars, I got Project Justice, Plasma Sword, Marvel vs. Capcom Two. I'm, I'm sure, like, I don't know, I don't know if all three of those games have held their value, but mm-hmm. like, just getting Marvel vs. Capcom Two, even in two thousand for twenty bucks, I was like, this is a good it's like. Uh, this very will, rare every yeah. ten years. It is, and then it comes <laughs> out on uh, some kind of digital storefront and is not, and then it is again. Yeah. So whoever starts the forum post, your best game deal ever. We'll read it, and uh, everyone else will uh, pick and choose. That's how we do it. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, episode 140 of Video Game Apocalypse. I know I've let uh, the inmates run the asylum, so uh, uh. I don't know if there's anything on LaserTimePodcast.com that hasn't been plugged. But what? if there is, you guys should talk about it right now, Chris. Well, Talking Simpsons, I'm 
I don't know. That show's all new and a new baby for us, and we're really excited, so you should check that out. There's a um, Thanksgiving episode this week. Bart versus Thanksgiving. We talked about that. We have we, we launched it to... Like, I wanted to launch it at a certain date to time up the Halloween episode of the Halloween episode. Mm. I was ecstatic to see that the Thanksgiving would then also tie in with the Thanksgiving episode, and it'll never, ever happen again. It'll yeah. take 17 years <laughs> for that ever to happen again. And uh, well, laser time this week is yeah. Black Friday. Uh, or not, well, it's retail horror stories. Um, some of your stories, some of ours. Lots of shitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bizarre yes. amount yeah, of shitting. It's yeah. Shocking amount. Famous of pop shitting. culture. Uh, yeah, got Al some Bundy. Al Bundy in there making making awesome awesome fat jokes that are timeless <laughs> and live forever. Yes, still so good. <laughs> uh, so no pick. That picture you shared with us, Dave, of him waking up in bed with a giant <laughs> that was, foot. That was Chris. Oh, that was Chris. Oh, sorry, Chris. That was great. <laughs> Um, but also, there's Cape Crisis, the comic book podcast we do every week on the Laser Time Podcast Network, where we talk about the new events in the world of comic books, TV shows based on comic books, and films based upon comic books. And also, I wanted to say I wrote the top seven this week, which is about um, the weirdest overseas ads that feature famous ca- cartoon characters. And as well, let me tell you guys that... Um, Oh, that uh, you should be keeping an eye on the Laser Time Show at Laser Time Show on Twitter because my new Black Friday ritual is to stay at home and watch Amazon for deals, and I will be tweeting them out through the at Laser Time account, mostly game deals. So keep an eye on that. And again, if you buy it yeah. through those links on the on the Twitter, it costs cost nothing, nothing extra. Us. Supports us. We Take not, Henry's advice. Do as he says. We're not. We're not rich. <laughs> oh, and yeah, for <laughs> a, a game money. deal that you can take advantage of for one more day. Uh, Best Buy has oh, well, buy two this? get one free on okay. pre-owned games, mm-hmm. and they are garbage. Oh yeah. They are garbage because Best Buy doesn't seem to be like GameStop, the place that takes advantage of gamers and children. It's mm-hmm. it's mostly it looks like it's a place that takes advantage of moms who throw away things yeah. their kids don't want anymore. So lots of Madden thirteens, mm. uh, just terrible. You can buy two and get one copy of that game for free, and they're not reflective of how much they're actually worth. So I was yeah. like, I, I went in there all excited because I didn't couldn't take advantage of Targets buy two get one free new game sale. Yeah. <laughs> and you can support us as always at patreon.com slash laser time. Mm-hmm. And if you did, you could have heard the bonus time that we keep talking about and referring back to. You know what we're talking about. And you can also listen to our commentary for Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, that which was, was a touching film. Yeah, cause, because next week, I for like Patreon me. people only, we're going to watch Empire Strikes Back Ooh. together. Dun, 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 With, dun, 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 without me, dun, but yes. Dun, dun. Brett? Uh, I just want to plug, if you're listening to this and haven't watched the Twisted Metal commentary video <laughs> that we did, so. where we watched the uh, endings for the game where Calypso monkeys paw everybody. <laughs> monkeys paws everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's on our YouTube channel. It's the Lazy Time Network Thank channel. you for playing Twisted Metal. We posted a uh, you know, truncated version on Facebook. But uh, if you like the show and like us talking at things and making fun of them, uh, you should check it out because it's a really great video. If you haven't, because we want to do more of those kinds of things, want to do more of those things. But you know, maybe give it a share if you like it. Yeah. Whatever. And thank you for listening to Video Game Apocalypse. <laughs> I also host Cheap Podcasts. We just did an episode on Survivor Series. <laughs> you wanted a good pay per view? Here's a twist. It's not. Seamus <laughs> is now your champion. <laughs> and also follow the normal host at Wiki Pares. I believe yeah. it's uh, w- easy. Yeah, easy, not easy. Uh, every time there's an A, you think there's an A in that, that Twitter handle, it's an E. There you go. <laughs> That's episode 140 in the books. We'll be back next week with another episode of Video Game Apocalypse. Bye-bye. <laughs>
hanging. Great. It's cool. Boom. Windows 8 sucks. When you want to play sounds, don't use Windows 8. Uh, Black Friday laptop. Mm. Oh, no. Chris needs a new laptop. From the end. I mean, it's my fault for wanting to right-click it. Mm. I mean, how dare I? It's supposed to display a couple characters of information, so obviously that needs to take minutes to occur. But... Would you like to print this MP3? <laughs> <laughs> they could cut some things out of there, for, for God's sake. Fuck. Do you want to share in program you've never heard of but yeah. came install on your computer? All right. Here we go. <laughs> 